It's showtime, folks! Hola, this is Shelly Martinez. This is former WWE superstar Luke Gallows. Here's your boy Shaq Gaffwadi. This is the World Warrior Low Key. This is Charlie Sultan of Ring of Honor. This is Christopher Daniels. And the gospel according to the Fallen Angels says that you are listening to the SNS Radio Network. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy. Scott Hall. Big Daddy Cool Diesel slash Kevin Nash on the SNS Radio Network. Hey, what's up? It's the ODB One Dirty Bit Boom! Uh, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion, and you're listening to SNS Radio Network. Hi, gang. This is Mean Gene Okerlund from the WWE. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. And you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. The world is listening. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Or now jacked in to the virtual matrix. Please stand by for all the latest in professional wrestling, video gaming, movies, and entertainment with Chris Kelly of HeadlocksToHeadlines.com and the latest in video gaming with the sensational sequel. What? Yes, he's back. And here is your host. The Force is strong with you. Henceforth, you shall be known as... Money on the mic, J.J. Sexy! Remember, all I'm offering is the truth.
All right, guys, good evening and welcome to another episode of Unplugged right here on the SNS Radio Network. Of course, I am Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps sexy. And I'm in kind of a weird mood tonight. Uh, I, I haven't had the greatest of days, but I'm not really going to get into that. Uh, you know, I'm going to put my best effort forward tonight to bring you guys a good show. We're going to talk a little bit of SmackDown. Uh, we're going to talk News of the Week with uh, Chris Kelly, headlockstoheadlines.com. We're going to talk a little bit of video game slash movie news, you know, in regards to maybe uh, San Diego Comic-Con coming up very soon. And mostly we're going to be taking phone calls and emails tonight. So, again, the number to call in later on in the show will be 501-588-7957. You can also send me an email if you want to get it read on the air tonight to unpluggedjj at yahoo.ca. So with that being said, welcome everybody to the SNS Radio Network. Brand new site that we launched last week. Loving it. We still have new things. They're going to be coming and going uh, in the coming weeks. More, more so coming rather than going. But a lot of new features that will be added very, very soon. With that being said, uh, you know, we're broadcasting, obviously, on Shoutcast tonight. We're on Ustream, even though there are issues with Ustream. And I, I don't know what is going on with it. But I think in the near future, we're probably going to say goodbye to the Ustream players right here on the SNS page. Also, uh, we're broadcasting with AudioWrestling.com, and we're on Spreaker. So if you're not listening, you're obviously not trying. With that being said, let's go ahead and get things started. Let's talk about tonight's episode, the July 8th edition of SmackDown on the Sci-Fi Channel. Before we jump into the SmackDown recap, I'm just reading the chat room, and Sean says, is that our new motto, JJ? If you're not listening, you're obviously not trying. Sean, where have you been? I've been saying that for weeks now. Do you listen to any show on this network? What the fuck, man? With that said, let's go ahead and talk a little bit of SmackDown. Like I said, I'm venomous tonight. So if you call, beware. You might get your ass snapped in half. Not in a good mood. We start things off on SmackDown tonight. With all the members of the Money in the Bank ladder match in the ring, of course, minus Sheamus. Uh, we get different promos from Daniel Bryan, who talks about how he's enjoying the fact that, uh, you know, this is, this is a match that he's always wanted to compete in. He wants to be the world champion someday. The microphone is taken out of his hand by uh, Cody Rhodes. 
who calls him a common man and begins to, you know, go down his diatribe of his usual, sh- you know, schlock. Until Sheamus comes out, clears the ring, and uh, lays a beating on a few people, and basically says that, you know what? I'm not happy. I should be the world champion. I should be the number one contender. You know, he got punted in the head by Randy Orton. He's obviously not happy. He's not obviously not happy. So I liked how this segment started off. We then have Christian coming out and says that the stipulations have changed for his match at Money in the Bank. Now that he has an attorney, of course. If Orton gets disqualified or if the referee makes a bad call, then Christian will be awarded the World Heavyweight Championship. So that's definitely making things a little interesting on the SmackDown brand as it relates to the World Heavyweight Championship. And i got to be honest, I am personally excited over the turn of events. You know, the, the main event pitcher on SmackDown looks good. You, you've got Christian still chasing. Orton is the champion. You have Sheamus, who's obviously uh, trying to get back in line for contention. You have Mark Henry who has become, you know, not only the world's strongest man, but I guess in some circles the world's most dangerous man. They had uh, different things happening all night where you had Matt Stryker ambush Teddy Long talking about the situation with Mark Henry. Uh, The commentators put over the fact that some of the crew didn't even want to show up today because they didn't want to work with Mark Henry because they're afraid for their lives. I like this new gimmick for Mark Henry, and I think that he is doing doing a spot-on job I mean, let's face it, who can top? Let's see how far we can throw a white boy. But I really think that Mark Henry, uh, for those that are haters on Mark Henry and say he has no business being in the main event, I really think right now Mark Henry is at his best. And I think sooner rather than later, he's going to get a world championship run. Or at least I'm hoping he gets one because I think he's he's truly earned it. There's been rumors you know, going around for the last six months that you know, within the next year and a half he might hang him up. So what better way to end your career than with one championship run before you're done? Again, that's just my two cents. Uh, we have a tag team match. Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase taking on Ezekiel Jackson and Daniel Bryan. This was a really good match, but in the end, Cody and Ted get the victory here. Uh, we see Jinder Mahal once again taking on Trent Beretta. Uh, you know, a lot of people are bitching that Jinder Mahal hasn't stepped in there with a legit superstar. He's faced guys like Yoshitatsu. He's faced Trent Beretta. And here's the thing that I like about this Jinder Mahal thing. It reminds me of an old-school WWF match. You know, when a guy debuted and he stayed undefeated for, like, I don't know, a year. He stayed undefeated for six months. You know, you'd have Razor Ramon come into the company and he'd fight P.J. Walker one week. And the next week... He'd take on Joe Schmo from, you know, Ohio. And he would steamroll over all these jobber guys, continuing an undefeated streak until he finally got to a pay-per-view or, or, you know, some main event show where he actually faced somebody else. And it actually meant something. And I like that they're building it up with Jinder Mahal this way. Uh, we had the great Kali attempt commentary with, uh, with Booker, Cole, and Matthews didn't really happen you know i I keep saying that i want to see booker get better and i'm really starting to wonder if that's a lost cause i like booker t but i I just don't know if commentating is the thing for him right now 
Uh, and this was an all, out, all throughout the night thing, not just a segment with Kali, but some of the stuff Booker says makes absolutely no fucking sense. Booker, I love you, but bro, it's just not working. So we have the great Kali try to jump in on commentary. Uh, you know, Booker adjusts his headset for him, uh, says a couple things to him. By the time he gets ready to start talking, Jinder Mahal, uh, you know, in less than two minutes has made short work of Trent Beretta with two devastating uh, full Nelson slam suplexes. That's pretty much it for Trent Beretta. Thanks for coming out. That's pretty much it for the great Kali. As Cole basically says, you know, what a broadcast moment. That was the worst journalistic thing I've ever heard. This coming from Michael Cole, I know. Shocking. Who knew? Next up, we have uh, AJ Lee taking on Tamina. Tamina, of course, right now accompanied by <clears throat> Alicia Fox. And AJ accompanied by Natalia. And I guess the big question here is, can somebody tell me what the relationship between Natalia and AJ Lee is? I mean, is there a reason that Natalia is not wrestling? Oh, I'm sorry. They don't do that. Is there a reason that Natalia is not entertaining with all the other sports entertainers in the ring? Well, is she hurt? Are they going to make her a manager? I mean, what the hell is going on? She's one of the most talented divas that they have on the roster. But what better way, I guess, than to get AJ Lee over that it was to put her with Natalia? Makes no sense to me. This match is pretty short and sweet. Tamina loses to AJ, and after the match is over, after the match is over, we have Tamina and Alicia Fox kind of getting into it. I just don't understand what's going on in the Divas division. I thought Tamina looked pretty good tonight. AJ Lee did a good job. But Alicia Fox and Natalia, what's going on, guys? Somebody fill me in so I know because I'm so confused. Uh, next up, we have a Mark Henry taking on Kane. Uh, this is what you would expect from, from both of these guys. Mark Henry pulling out a lot of the powerhouse stuff. Kane as well, trying to get the better of Mark Henry. Um, at one point in time, he actually hits the choke slam on Mark Henry, goes for the pin. He's too close to the ropes, and Mark Henry gets that leg up on the, uh, on the second rope, breaking up the, the count. In the end, Mark Henry gets the victory and completely destroys Kane. Again, I like what they're doing with Henry. I like it a lot. Uh, next up, we see a backstage segment promo with Johnny Curtis. Do I even really need to go over this? I'm sick to death of seeing this guy do some stupid cliched thing week after week. The chip on his shoulder, the cake tonight. I mean, can we actually see this guy get in the ring and do something? I I'm just, I'm tired of it. It's just not doing anything. He looks like a dumbass. Okay? It just does nothing for me. That's my two cents. That's my opinion. Moving on, we have a tag team match. The Usos, Jimmy and Jay, taking on Justin Gabriel and Heath Slater. <coughs> former members of the Nexus. Former members of the Core. Um, a really good match. They're really showcasing the Usos the way that they need to. I'm really high on both Uso brothers right now. In the end, the Usos defeat Gabriel and Slater. And the commentary team was putting over the Usos uh, like a million bucks. I think Booker had made the comment that he sees uh, Jay and Jimmy 
as sort of like the next Harlem Heat. He says, you know, they were multiple-time tag team champions, and he thinks the Uso brothers will be that as well. But uh, I'm really digging the Usos. It's just a matter of time before these guys end up being the uh, undisputed world tag team champions, and maybe we can build a tag team division to showcase the Usos and the rest of the tag teams. Maybe that's asking too much. I don't know. We'll see. Next up, we had a really good match. Sin Cara taking on Tyson Kidd. It's nice to see that Tyson Kidd is growing his hair out a little bit. He's gotten rid of the, uh, you know, the, the prince crown on his forehead, which I never understood. Even working with that guy, I never understood what the hell that was. But uh, Tyson Kidd and Sin Cara had, had a pretty good match. Yeah, there were botches. I mean, what do you expect? It was Sin Cara. Uh, but in the end, he hits the, uh, I don't know what you call this move, but it's basically a modified uh, C4 that Paul Virtual would use. But this is from the top rope. We've seen Sin Cara use it before. My only problem with this move, it's so contrived when you set it up because it's so obvious that the guy you're giving it to has to get in position. You know, I'm just not a big fan. That's why I'm not a big fan of, of Lucha Libre because a lot of the stuff that they do is very over-choreographed. You know, it looks fake. And I know some of you say, but, but J.J., wrestling is fake. No, no, it's choreographed. It's not fake. But when they make it happen, it looks kind of fake. So sorry if I pissed off any Latino fans out there who actually enjoy Lucha Libre. I just think it's a little too contrived for my tastes. Like I said, I'm on a roll tonight. I'm full of piss and vinegar. I'm not happy. Next up, we have our main event, Randy Orton versus Sheamus. Good match. I liked the flow. There were several times Randy was going for the RKO. Sheamus would block. And then Christian runs in and interferes, causing a double disqualification. Orton recovers, ends up hitting the RKO on Sheamus, and clears the ring of both um, Sheamus and Christian. And that's how we end Friday Night SmackDown for tonight. So overall, if I had to give it a grade, I would say going into the money in the bank, I liked the promo at the top. Sheamus looks like, you know, he's ready to be that guy. I think he's got a good shot at winning money in the bank this year. But personally, I would rather see Wade Barrett win that briefcase and maybe Sheamus challenge as a contender here in the very near future. So we'll see what happens. But if I had to give it a grade, I'd give it a B. I didn't think it was a bad show. Like I said, not bad at all. So with that being said, uh, let's go to the phone lines, of course, sponsored by HeadlocksToHeadlines.com. And the gentleman joining me on the line is, you know, the owner-operator of that particular site. And uh, he's here to give us some news of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and listen closely. It's the international sensation himself, the one, the only, Chris Kelly. We call him Crelly. Dude, what's up? You know, I'm thinking I should start dropping that name, the International Sensation, just because ever since ever since the use of it by Sinkara, he's been botching. So I'm thinking I'm starting to think that, that that whole name is kind of a bad thing for me to have because I don't want to be compared to a botch fest called Sinkara. Yeah, but you know what? You had the name first, so fuck them. This is true. Well, I've had what now for two years now. Two plus years? Pretty much, but hey, in professional wrestling, it seems that everybody steals something from somebody, a topic we're going to get on much later in the broadcast. Exactly. Now, let's talk about, of course, the biggest news of the week is CM Punk. Now, he is set to leave the WWE um, on Sunday, so next Sunday. 
and there's people wondering about his name. Now, apparently, he had WWE has trademarked the name CM Punk for merchandise's uh, usage. But what makes, but what I'm reading is that even though WWE now own it, when he leaves the company, he can still use it on the indie scene. So that must be one confusing contract if WWE owns it yet he can still use it on the indie scenes. I mean, how how does that work out? I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm just as confused on that as you are. Because, because like, I I'm not sure what, what, what was planned, but ever since CM Punk did that kind of homophobic uh, ho- 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 stir in Australia, it seems like the E are just washing his hands of him because uh, WWE have have informed Glad that CM Punk will not be resigning. So that kind of rules out any chance of this being a screw job where CM Punk stays because you know how much WWE don't want to piss off their. Uh, Anyone that helps them, just look when they uh, upset the national guard. I mean, do you think do you, do you think they would risk it and upset Glad and keep CM Punk on the roster despite informing them that he's leaving? I still think this is a very elaborate storyline, and, and at the end of the day, you know, Glad just needs to you know deal with shit. All right, it happened at a house show. It wasn't even supposed to be something that was televised. You know, shit happens in the heat of the moment when you're out there performing in front of a crowd. And the crowd is shitting on you. You have the right to say whatever it is you want. I'm so sick of this politically correct bullshit in the WWE these days. So he called the guy a homo. He should have called him a fucking retard. Did you hear the guy? I will hit you with a six one nine. I mean, I mean, this guy was the pride of Adelaide, Australia. Let me tell you. Yeah, I mean. If if his CM Punk character was in the in the Attitude Era, you know how over like crazy he he would be. I mean, even more so than now. I mean, I get the idea that they're PG, but I don't get why everything has to be this this right. I mean, I don't get why because and this is something that that's been brought up by everyone that we've interviewed. As a heel, you want to up, you want to get in the in the fans' face, and and you want them to have that ten percent of hesitation. There was no way in God's green earth that that fan was going to jump, jump over the barricade. Because he knew that CM Punk could kick his ass. So since, since CM Punk can't physically beat him up, what better way to, to, get, in, to get in his head than um, verbally? And I see nothing wrong in what CM Punk said. It's just that the, the WWE being too PG friendly, let's keep everyone happy. I mean... I would love to hear from anyone that had that was too offended by CM Punk's comments towards um, the fan. Like seriously, did, did TMZ just have a slow news day and they thought, "Oh my God, we've got footage of CM Punk calling some guy a homo." Oh my God, we should run the story. When did TMZ become the wrestling outlet where they report all the wrestling news? Like, get a fucking life. Go follow Paris Hilton around. You know, go watch her fuck somebody else. I mean, seriously. What the fuck, TMZ? You don't have better things to do? Well, right, that's the problem with sites such as TMZ. They're not wrestling media, right? They are a third party trying to get into wrestling media. And I'm willing to bet if they saw the footage of John Cena shooting on The Rock from the uh, house show, I believe in New Zealand, they would think it's legit. They would think that Cena like, literally does hate The Rock and... I don't think TMZ understands the idea of a work. This was a big. This was a fantastic work. That fan went home happy. I mean, we, we like. Do you remember when we interviewed Billy Gunn and he said that he made sure to, to, to talk, talk, talk crap to one at least one fan there? Absolutely. 
Simple did that. And I'm pretty sure that fan went home happy, went to work the next day, go, you know what? I got trash talked by CM Punk. No harm done. Now, apparently there there said to be lots of heat towards John um, John Laonitis for not re-signing CM Punk. Now, this heat is coming straight from Mr. Man and Triple H. Because uh, John Laonitis uh, is, I believe, the talent booker. Like the, uh, the, the talent... Um, he, is, he is the executive VP of talent relations. Yes. A job that Jim Ross once held. And did a fantastic yeah. job, might I add. And there said to be heat because he let he let Jericho go, and now he's failed to keep CM Punk. Well, also, now MVP he, was brought up in that, too. I mean, a lot of guys have shit on John Laurinaitis. You know, I mean, it's, it's not like one guy is saying, oh, well, you know, this guy's a piece of trash. There's been several people that said that John Laurinaitis is nothing but a fucking Vince McMahon, yes man, who spends most of his day with his lips surgically attached to Vince McMahon's ass. Right, and I mean, and I think this is something that we brought up last week. Just look at who has left the company in the last two years or so. Batista, Matt Hardy, um, CM Punk, Chris Jericho, Chavo Guerrero. Whilst, whilst um, these aren't big names separately, together that's a big chunk of wrestling experience. No, sorry, I mean entertaining experience. And now they now they want to go flat out and keep Rey Mysterio. Now, as you know, Mysterio is pretty banged up with knee injury. I mean, how how big of a check would they have to sign to keep uh, Rey Mysterio around the WWE for a few more years? Well, I'm telling you, man, again, it goes back to the same thing I've been saying on every show for the last five years. They've done nothing but push John Cena down our collective throats and not really worry about building anybody over the course of the last couple of years now finally randy orton is able to shine they've built him up yes sheamus got a slight push and then went right back to the mid card but when you look at the wwe as a whole the last five or six years has been nothing but john cena this john cena that john cena this john cena that and now you've got guys you know like jericho mvp mysterio Chavo, all these guys want to leave. Well, there's obviously a reason why they want to leave. They're not happy with the product. They're not happy that they're not considered professional wrestlers anymore. They're entertainers. They're not happy that when they say, well, what do you do for a living? They can't say, I'm a pro wrestler. Because that doesn't exist in the current WWE. You're not a wrestler. You're a superstar. You're an entertainer. And I think that's a lot of the problem that people have, and that's why they don't want to be in the company. Batista said he loves wrestling, but he's not a fan of this PG era. And like that is one thing that we take, that I took from that Randy Orton interview with that, um, that video show that he did where he basically shot on Kelly Kelly. He said that when he has to do interviews, he can't say that I'm a pro wrestler. He, he has to say that I'm an entertainer and that we entertain. Now, apparently in the chat room, and I'm not, now I'm not saying this, but apparently, according to Tyrant in the chat room, John Laurinaitis has left his post for vice president of, um... I don't know that he left it, but they did have a job opening for his job. I don't think he's gone yet, but I think they're looking to replace him with somebody else. Now, if that's true, I mean, wouldn't you prefer to have someone from within WWE take over? Like I know someone called 
Good old JR. Yeah, but I don't think JR wants that job at this point in time. I would love to see him back there because under JR's watch, there were lots of superstars signed. Granted, Edge, one of them was John Christian. Cena, but, you know, I mean, you take the good with the bad. And look, again, people know I'm not a John Cena fan, but I give the guy credit. He is a company guy. He works his ass off. And I'm not going to say that I'm just a hater to be a hater. I have legit reasons why I don't like the guy. So we'll just leave it at that. So we could say that you are the white version of our truth. You're sick of Dungeon being thrust down our throat in and out. Week in, week out, year in, year out, month out, month in. Speaking of our truth what a gimmick for this guy. Finally, we've got Ron the Truth Killings, a great gimmick. He's doing fantastic. You know, probably one of the best heels on Raw right now. You know, minus CM Punk and The Miz. I see big things for him if he keeps this up. If next week they decide to... Uh, you know, drop the whole little Jimmy and make him a fan favorite, I think he's going to flop. But if they let him go, I think he'll do just fine. I mean, th that character has tons of legs. I mean, if you just look at all all the conspiracy he could do, I mean, if theory, in theory, they, they could do what, what they did towards the end of Jericho's days, where you have R-Truth trying to find out who the hell the GM is. I mean, do you remember when... Um, Jericho said that he found out, found out the IP address of the laptop. I remember that, yeah. Was that ever followed up? Uh, no, that was a forgotten storyline in professional wrestling. Oh, wait. That was a forgotten storyline on entertainment. I mean, you could just have him from the main stars to the jobbers just being a, a quote-unquote truth detector. I mean, that would be great for him. Now, well, um, um, so yeah, as I said the WWE have informed Glad that Punk will be leaving post money in the bank, so they can't really tell him off for his slur towards the fan. Um, WWE have released the travel packages for the uh, upcoming WrestleMania. Now, if you happen to have three grand in your bank account, JJ, and you're bored, you can go on a, on a uh, travel package to, to WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm going to pass. Uh, you know, thanks for the offer, Crelly. Uh, you know, it's just like you know the the offers I get from Burkina Faso. If, uh, you know, I help them put $3,000 in their bank account, they'll pay me $17 million. So, yeah, I'm going to pass on that one. Uh, sorry, no thanks. I mean, I, I might actually be attending Bound for Glory for, uh, for the October TNA pay-per-view. The big question to me comes out is, why? Well, because I'll be 21 in October. And, it'll be my, and so I can then illegally drink in America. I and see. I want to have a, a big pie. Hey, man, anytime you want to have a party, fly your ass to Canada. We'll have a fucking party. You don't have to go to TNA to fucking get drunk, Crelly. You should actually go to TNA while you're drunk. It might make the product more enjoyable for you to watch. Question is, will I, because I'm banned by TNA from speaking to their talent, when I go to the meet and greet sessions, will I not be able to talk to the talent? Will I just have to sit there in silence and go, sign this, please? Um, <laughs> apparently, Goldust is now working, or Goldust is working as a backstage producer whilst he's recovering from his shoulder injury. Not quite sure when he's returning to the ring, but I think them having Goldust backstage in, in that kind of role is good because as much as people don't like Goldust as a person, and I know on Twitter he's he's actually been banned from Twitter by by the, by WWE, which I find funny. But I think by having him, he's a good wrestling mind. 
that could help the company. I mean, that company does need wrestling-minded wrestlers. No, sorry, wrestling-minded uh, producers within that company. No more soap act, um, op- operas. So I think Goddard being in the E as, as a producer is a fantastic idea. No, I now, here's something that I know people were hating on, and I know I bring up on the cause cast, but apparently an idea was brought forward to have CM Punk, no, sorry, sorry, sorry to have Zack Ryder be the new man, oh, Zack Ryder in a group with David Hunger and Mike McKigali. That's the stupidest now, fucking idea I've ever heard. Yes, I mean, Ryder is already over. He doesn't need to get over. He, he, he doesn't need to be put over by, uh, by McKigali and Otunga. In fact, in my in my opinion, he is bigger than those two guys already in terms of fan like fan appreciation. I don't really get why this would help anyone on that roster. I mean, can I not just let those two just run as a tag team? Do, do they really need a boss for those two guys? No, they don't. At all? They don't, and they certainly don't need Zack Ryder to be in that position. I mean, just look at just look at Justin Gabriel. And his later. Those guys are doing pretty well on SmackDown since they left the call. They don't actually need a, a manager. I think it's kind of stupid. Uh, you know what? I really think that, uh, you know, Nexus is dead. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's no reason to continue it. Just have them go off on their own. I mean, fuck, they're the tag team champions, for God's sake. You know, let, let's worry about the Usos. Let's worry about other tag teams that can be put together. And have some fun with a... a what a concept! A fucking tag team division. Well, I think that the Usos, and I know that when they debuted, the WWE were really high on them. I think the Usos could be the savior of the tag team division because they are actual. They're, they're actually a tag team, and I know that was a man said it's said to be down on tag team wrestling because it's not entertaining. Because it's not entertaining. I'm not sure what you think, but I find tag team wrestling entertaining. But um. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see the users come out and be tag champions. I love their little entrance thing. In fact, I, I, I would love to see them bring back um, Mikiji to, to be the manager. Because, and, here, and here's a question I, 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 I would like to pose that would bother me on Twitter. Would it too cool be over in this PG era? <laughs> uh, too cool from 10 years ago? Yeah. Too cool now? Not so much. Well, Rikishi is still in good shape, and so is Scotty. Yeah, but, okay, when I think of Too Cool, I think of Brian Christopher, my namesake, of course, Grandmaster Sexay. Where do you think I got J.J. Sexay from? Come on. Uh, Grandmaster Sexay and Scotty Too Hotty is what I think of when I think of Too Cool. I certainly don't think of Rikishi and Scotty Too Hotty as Too Cool. Now, yeah, Rikishi ran with them briefly, but that's not what I think of when I think of Too Cool. And if you're going to bring Rikishi back in, Fucking put him with his kids, man. Let him manage his kids. I, I really think that, you know, with or without him, they're going to do fine. But, you know, bring that Samoan heritage into it. They've been doing a great job with the intros for the Usos. And I really think that they are, right now, the backbone of the tag team, you know, quote-unquote, non-division. Right, I mean, and they could just build up that, that whole expansion. They could bring Tamina back to the Usos because... Didn't didn't Tamina leave the Usos for Santino? That was not really followed, followed up at all. Pretty much, yeah. She left for Santino, and then nothing ever happened. Good old WWE. Now, apparently, uh, 
the great Kali and Kenneth said to be banged up. Uh, the Kali is said to be in pretty bad shape in terms of moving around, and Kane is working injured. Now, the great Kali, um, I'm not quite sure what he brings to the WWE, apart from being a big dude that can kind of squish your head. But Kane is someone. I think they should give Kane a bit of time off because I think Kane can still be a plausible mid-card talent. Hell, I think he could float the main event. But you don't want him. But you don't want him to get hurt. Just look at Taker. Taker is still hurt from about five years ago. I think they need to give give um, Kane a bit of time off. As, as for the Great Khali, well, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, all the veterans are either leaving or injured, and you've got the new crop of guys. All because you put all your eggs in one basket and promoted one guy for the last five or six years. Come back to bite your ass, didn't it? Well, I think the E right now are trying to push Alex Wiley, and I think it's doing well. I, th- I think the Miz, I think when the Miz turns face, he will be a big star. Because you can see that the crowd want to cheer for him. You can you see all, all the Miz fit signs in, in the crowd. Yeah, I mean, he's when, already over. I mean, Miz is already a big star. I mean, you know, even from the fact that he's not faced right now, I think they are doing a good job with Riley, but I think that they're rushing Riley. I really do. I, I don't know that he's ready for a big main event spot right now. I, I think that I think it's a. I think they're jumping the gun with him, but we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, I mean, but right now, I think the I think the WWE are in a point where it's either go big or go home. And I know that people, and I I know people have been hung up by Cena's comments that Money in the Bank is the biggest pay-per-view of the year. I think it is. I think, in terms of what happens at Money in the Bank, it is bigger than Mania, because Money, Money in the Bank builds storylines. Because you then have two guaranteed title, uh, title matches compared to uh, like that can happen at any time. Right. I mean. I just personally think that that Money in the Bank and just, and just just look at last year's show, Money in the Bank was better than WrestleMania. Now on Twitter, uh, Randy Orton, Chris Jericho, and William Regal have been pushing for WWE to put Arn Anderson in the Hall of Fame. Now I think this has happened. I, I, I think Arn Anderson has under spot by a country mole, but will the E put him in the Hall of Fame on his own? Uh, I think they made a mistake by not putting him in this past year. And I, I, I'm betting next year when it, like I I do think that Iron Anton could be like like the main draw to Hall of Fame. Uh, no, it, no, no. I I disagree. Look, I I love Arn Anderson. Don't don't think I'm disparaging the guy. Um, but your main event spot for the Hall of Fame is usually a guy who's been a world heavyweight champion, usually a guy who's been a mega superstar. And as much as I hate to say it, Arn Anderson always played second fiddle. To Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen, you know he was a great United States champion, great television champion, great tag team champion. But Arn Anderson is not your main event guy to close out the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry, love you, Arn. I'm one of your biggest fans, but look, let, let's be honest, Crelly, he's not that highlight guy. I think that he would have been better suited to be inducted this past year in Atlanta with Shawn Michaels. Simply because, you know, WCW was such a big fixture in Atlanta, and he was a big part of WCW from the inception to the Four Horsemen, you know, even to the dying days of WCW. Arn Anderson was that guy. And 
I think it's wrong that he hasn't been inducted yet, but absolutely he needs to be in there. Absolutely. I, I think they could like. I mean, what actually what actually happened to them having that WCW Hall of Fame? Was that ever? It was a I rumor. It was a rumor. There was never. I don't guess any factual truth. I think that's a shame. I think it would have been cool to have a WCW Hall of Fame. But well, no, well, yeah. Uh, apparently, I mean, I do believe it's time for a bit of TNA news. Um, so, oh, sorry. Oh, okay, so this I... is something that I didn't bring up last week, and I know I got a bit of it. WWE have pulled the offer to Trevor Murdoch for a return to the E. Uh, he worked a few dark matches a few months ago, and was offered a return, and, and he was told that he'd be brought to the main roster. But on Facebook, he revealed that the offer had, had been pulled due to uh, budget changes. Wow, what a, what a waste! A guy like Trevor Murdoch, and I, I think I said this: if I were to put Trevor Murdoch in any situation in the WWE, I would bring him in with Husky Harris, and I would have those two run roughshod over the roster in the tag team division, because I could see. I mean, they literally look. If if you put them side by side, they look like you know uh, Dusty Rhodes and Dick Murdoch. You know, you got similar names. You've got you know. Uh, and I, they'd have to get rid of Husky Harris uh, as far as the name. They would have to go with, you know, his heritage. You know, uh, he'd have to be Rotunda. But having Rotunda and, and Murdoch, I think, would be a fantastic tag team. They're two big guys that can work. Similar styles. They would be awesome together as a tag team. But, hey, I'm not booking. I don't want to fantasy book my way into a job. But I think those two would tear up the tag team division. That's just me personally. Yeah, I mean, and I was a big fan of Murdoch when he was with Lance Cade. And, so, and I think it is a bit dickish of them to offer him a contract and then go, you know what, I actually, uh, no, thank you. Now, in a bit of TNA news, TNA have, have decided to drop the masked character known as Santiago, or whatever it was called. Sangrieto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically he'd been dropped as a character on TV. He which, was which, I think, which I think actually translates to, I got diarrhea from Taco Bell. No, no, I think it translates to a cheap rip-off, cheap rip-off of Sin Cara. Or maybe it translates to, God, why can't we worry about our own fucking product and not what the WWE is doing? This is very true, but yeah, so that character has been dropped. Of course, it was played by Amazing Red. And did he actually? I don't think he actually appeared on the actual Impact. I think he appeared a few times on Explosion, but never actually on the main show. Um, I mean, really, what, 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 what better way to really fuck over your talent? A guy like Amazing Red, who didn't need to work under a mask. I mean, fuck, you could just use him as Amazing Red. What a concept! What Amazing Red's not over enough. He's not good enough to go out there and showcase his talents. No, let's put a fucking mask on him because it's it's popular in the WWE to bring in a Mexican wrestler. Let's rip that shit off and bring out our own guy. And you and people that, wonder. To... And you people wonder why I rip on TNA wrestling. Fuck that company. If it went fucking down the tubes tomorrow, I'd fucking have a party. What a fucking joke. Well, I think it's important to point out that we don't actually hate the talent. It's just the officers that are screwing over the talent. No, they got some of the best fucking talent in the world. They got some of the best wrestlers in the world today. The problem is they're so damn good that they're living off fucking food stamps because they can't fucking make money. It's very true. Um, Now, Sarah Stock slash Savina has announced on Facebook 
that she is suffering from facial paras paras uh, nailus. Basically, her face is paralyzed, which is kind of scary to wake up to that thought. I guess. I mean, that would be bizarre to wake up and go, "Oh shit, I can't move my face." Uh, it, it was announced on Twitter earlier that Taz will, will, will be missing the upcoming pay-per-view on Sunday, Destination X. He will, he will be replaced by Damian Borash. Now, I think it would be interesting to see how Borash comes over as a, as a color, uh, color commentator uh, second. I mean, do you think JB will do well on the, the Live Announce team? Uh, you know, here's a thought. Uh, look, no offense to Jeremy Borash. Not a big fan of his ring announcing work. As a ring announcer myself, or at least a former ring announcer, I've never been impressed with Borash in that capacity, okay? I'm not, I'm not knocking the guy. I think he's, he's, a, he's a nice guy, okay? Um, I wasn't a big fan of him and Mark Madden when they were doing play-by-play commentary in the dying days of World Championship Wrestling. Um, here's a thought. We're doing a Destination X pay-per-view this weekend, and yes, I am hosting the fucking show. It's going to be interesting to see how I react to that show. But yes, I'm going to host it because I want to see some of these X Division title matches. I really want to see more than anything else Jerry Lynn and RVD. And that's bar none the main reason I'm buying this pay-per-view on Sunday. (laughs) But here's a thought. Since we're going retro, since we're going old school, since we're doing it the Destination X way. Why the fuck isn't Don West going to be joining Mike Tanay? What, you can't bring Don West back for one fucking time only? The guy that, you know, Taz took his job from? What the fuck was wrong with Don West other than his fucked up ties and crazy-ass wardrobe? What, I you- think it's because he's busy doing that all-wheels wrestling tournament thing. But and you can't bring, to get okay, look, but you can't bring him back in that capacity to even promote all-wheels wrestling? You can't bring him back and put him with his old partner and cover a goddamn pay-per-view? I think that's fucking ridiculous. And what a way to shit on the fucking guys who have been with you since day fucking one. This company does nothing but shit on people. Tell me I'm wrong, please. Point well, yeah, that mean, out to me. Uh, I mean, it would be cool for them to go back to like a retro kind of thing. I mean, have JB be the ring announcer. I mean, as much as I love Christy Hemi... She was not part of TNA at the start of it. Go back to the setup of the staff when they were actually NWA TNA. So have JB as the ring announcer. Have um, have Don West and um, on on the announce team. Go back. Go back to the retro announce team. That'd be great. Just just for one night of nostalgia. But probably not. Uh, what else do we have? And I'm not sure if I said this last week, but I'll say it this week. TNA will be going on the road bi-weekly um, starting in August, which I think for them is a great idea because I, I am sick and tired of seeing the same crowd in Orlando week in, week out. So, so to see them on the road, I, I think we better because I think it, I, because I know, and this is funny. <laughs> Go ahead, Crowley. I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't mean to laugh. I really don't. You know, and, and that old man pointed out in that video, okay, 
They couldn't even sell more than 2,000 tickets for their biggest show of the year, Bound for Glory. And these motherfuckers think that they're going to take the show on the road? What happens when they go to buttfuck Arkansas and draw 200 people? Do you think they're going to show you the fucking show with 200 fucking people? They're going to give out free tickets and fucking pad that arena. If you can't make money on your biggest show of the year, what fucking hope in hell do you have of going from place to place and getting people to pay for your fucking product? Again, TNA is known for what? Impact Wrestling TNA is known for what? They can't pay their wrestlers. They got fucking felons working for them. They got guys that can't fucking pay their bills. It's nothing but negative publicity from this fucking company. I think they have to make sure that they hit the right targets. I mean, when 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 they come out, when they come over here to the UK, they can quite easily outsell WWE at house shows, but they tend to go for smaller events. I mean, I, when they came here last time, they went to Brighton and they hired out an arena that can only hold two thousand people. They went to uh, to Wembley Arena and got about eight thousand people. So it depends where they go. They can't do what they need. They, they, they can't be on a tour. They have to be on, on a certain um, kind of market. And they have to do that carefully because, like you say, if they don't, they will be padding the crowd. They're, they're, the crowd will not react the way that TNA want them to. So I think they'd be very curious to see where they go because they have to hit wrestling-heavy markets. If not... the them going on the tro- uh, on the road will be a bad thing and probably a financial flop for them. Well, now, uh, you know, again, I know I come across like a real hard ass, and I know that that company hates my guts, and I could give two shits because I feel just as much, you know, about them as they do about me. You know, I give them praise when it's deserved, and I tear them to fucking shreds any other day of the week when it also is deserved. But now... My last story, I think you know more about me more than I do because you showed me it. Can you kind of tell us a bit about this uh, independent wrestler that is accusing TNA of seeing his gimmick? And his name escapes me. His actual, like, real name escapes me at this point in time. But WrestleZone did an article, a video, if you will, uh, reporting that a, a guy that was working on the indie scene named Crimson. Oh, wow. Where have we heard that name before? Crimson. A guy, a guy that's been working under the gimmick for Crimson for about two years now and has been sending tapes to TNA Wrestling, has been in direct contact with both Tommy Dreamer, an employee of TNA Wrestling, and D'Lo Brown, also an employee of TNA Wrestling, and had a gimmick that was similar to the Joker from, uh, from The Dark Knight, Okay. Now, granted, I know people are like, oh, well, he stole his gimmick from the Joker. Well, he took aspects of it, yes. But at the same point in time, you can't sit there and tell me (coughs) that anybody else was really using that gimmick (coughs) and that guys like Chris Jericho haven't come out and said, you know, especially on the Jericho DVD, when he came back and changed his gimmick up, that he took a lot of his ideas from a character in uh, No No Country for Old Men. So, mm. you know, and there have been other guys that have taken movie characters in the past and kind of meshed it in, okay? So he comes out with the name Crimson with a K, and he's got, like, the face paint similar to, to the Joker. 
Not not exactly, but pretty similar. He talks like the Joker. His name is Justin Carnes. Thank you, L-Train. Thank you for, for bringing that up. Justin Carnes, a.k.a. Crimson. So he sends all this stuff to TNA trying to get a job with him. And effectively what happens is they bring in Tommy Mercer and give him the character of Crimson with a C. Huh. Coincidence? Maybe. I'm sure that, you know, you, you could probably say that there's some sort of coincidence happening there. Maybe. I don't know. You know, and then he goes in the video to talk about how uh, Alex Shelley was talking to him. He goes, well, you know, he's from Red Hook. He's the brother of Red, so he's Crimson. Yeah, yeah, I understand where they're going. And the Crimson character in TNA is not the same character that Crimson has portrayed on the indie scene. Here's where it gets real fucking, real fucking fucked up. He changes his name from Crimson under the advice of Tommy Dreamer, who says, yeah, still send your stuff in. We, we, you know, there's still a shot that you're going to get in. Changes his character up to now being called Villain. Still doing uh, the, the Joker promos. You know, doing a little bit of the face paint stuff. He then finds out that Sting is now the fucking Joker, and he's pretty much taken his gimmick once again. So TNA has effectively taken his first name and his gimmick and given it to two different fucking people in the company. And if you saw the video footage of, uh, of Justin Carnes, you know that he actually does a pretty goddamn good job with his gimmick. He's pretty good at doing the, you know, the Joker promos. He's got a good look to him. But instead, you give it to fucking almost 60-year-old Sting, who looks absolutely ridiculous and fucking pathetic. I watched the last 30 minutes of Impact last night, and I know you guys in the chat are going to disagree with me, and I don't fucking care. You're entitled to your opinion just as much as I am. But from what I saw, that show, it was abysmal. The Hogan fucking Sting shit was a fucking joke. Yeah, that was that that little like five second brawl was terrible. I mean, I I've, I've been reading quite a few reports, and everyone's gone. That was probably the worst backstage assault that I've seen ever. It sounded so fake, like the punches. And terrible. Sting's acting was horrible, horrible. Oh crap! You know, so you couldn't have you couldn't have hired Crimson to do that fucking gimmick. No, you got to give it to Sting. You got to give it to a guy who's you know pushing sixty. I, I'm just, I'm fucking fed up with this company. I'm fucking done. I don't give a shit. I'm sick of fucking Russo. I'm sick of Hulkster every fucking day on his Twitter and Facebook. Hey, Hulkamaniacs, what's up, brothers? Fuck off. Your 15 minutes is up. There is nothing, and I mean nothing, that this company is going to do that's going to make them anything in my eyes or other people's eyes. They have completely taken the talent pool that they have, all those good world-class wrestlers, I said, are employed there, and they've effectively flushed their careers down the fucking toilet. And the problem is these guys think, well, you know, if I stay here long enough, I'm going to get a push. Guys like Robert Roode, who fucking signed a five-year contract rather than going and working for the WWE, you know, because they fucking buried Chris Harris in the WWE. Why did they bury Chris Harris in the WWE? I'm going to tell you why they buried Chris Harris. They buried him because he was a fat fucking son of a bitch that wasn't in shape and thought that he should be handed everything on a fucking silver platter the day he walked in the fucking door because he was Chris Harris. 
That's why they fired his ass, and that's why he's not been anybody. TNA told him when they were going to bring him back in that he needed to be in shape. Well, lo and behold, did Chris Harris get back in shape? No, he did not. So kudos to, the, to uh, TNA for not really working a contract out with him. And to kind of give you your story on Chris Harris a bit more credibility, just look when we interviewed Rance Archer. He said that Chris Harris went into the E believing that he, that he, that he was a bee's knees, unlike Rance Archer, who was happy to go down to FCW, who was happy to learn, his, to learn the, e, the WWE way. Apparently, according to Rance Archer, Chris Harris was not. And you have to earn your stripes within the E. You can't just go in there and demand it. But carry on. No, you're right. You do have to earn your stripes. That's why, you know, when Sting has made comments in the past about, oh, they buried Booker T the day he, he went to that federation. It's just like when you join the military, ladies and gentlemen. What do they do to you? They run your ass through boot camp. They dog you. They break you down. And then after they've broken you down, they build you back up. And they make you a better person. They make you a better wrestler. And correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that what happened to Booker T? I mean, he rebounded just fine. Oh, and by the way, when The Rock said, who the fuck are you? It's probably because that was his gimmick. But once again, Sting doesn't resign or, or resigns with TNA rather than going to the WWE because he's afraid they're going to butcher his character. Like, TNA hasn't done that shit enough? I'm, I'm sick of hypocrites. I'm sick of hypocrites, and I'm sick of people who have lasted their 15 minutes. Get the fuck out and let the guys that bust their ass main event your goddamn shows. I agree. I mean, and that would be the, all the news that I've got for this week. So unless you have any more news, uh, news bits, bit, we can hit a break or take phone calls or whatever next up. That's fine with me. I'm ready for a commercial break. I need to breathe. I need to drink some water. I, I told you guys I'm in a fucking venomous mood. Told you. I, you know, I, I'm just... We'll be right back with more Unplugged right after this. Hi, gang. This is Mean Gene Okerlund from the WWE. And uh, you're listening to JJ on the SNS Radio Network. Work it. Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps, sexy of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and, of course, some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site of the SNS Radio Network. You should make it your official news site as well. Once again, triple W dot headlocks to headlines dot com. I have voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk to me. Since 1996, audio wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires. Interviews with some of pro wrestling's biggest stars. Providing you with a wide selection of award-winning wrestling shows from past and present. 
such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mayhem, In Your Head, WrestleCast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, WrestleCast, and Wrestle Talk Radio, and many others. If you can't get enough Mad Mania, climb into the ring with Audio Wrestling, www.audiowrestling.com, and check out all the real voices of wrestling radio. Audio Wrestling, keeping you tuned in since 1996. His charm is so contagious, vaccines have been created for it. Years ago, he built a city out of blocks. Today, over 600,000 people live and work there. He is the only man to ever ace a Rorschach test. Every time he goes for a swim, dolphins appear. Alien abductors have asked him to probe them. If he were to give you directions, you'd never get lost, and you'd arrive at least five minutes early. His legend precedes him, the way lightning precedes thunder. He is... JJ the most interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I listen to Wrestling News Live. Stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty. Hey guys, did you know Wrestling News Live is on Monday nights? Well, if you've been hiding under a rock, Monday nights at 11.30 Eastern, 9.30 Mountain Standard Time, The Trey Dog and JJ Sexay go over Raw, all the news of the week in professional wrestling. Make sure you tune in and stay tuned to the SNS Radio Network for all the great programs. You know, in the world of pro wrestling radio, there's always someone out there who will always try to get under your skin. I want to really drive Andy to the point where he wants to choke me out. Because I'm going to drive him right off the edge of the cliff. They'll always try, but in the end, it always comes down to the truth. That moment when uh, Silent Rage blows the gasket, this match is over. You know, I'm really just a nice guy at heart. But... Don't piss me off, okay? I mean, come on. The truth is going to hurt someone. Catch your weekly search for the truth right here on the Pro Wrestling Rewind every Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, exclusively on the SNS Radio Network. Once upon a time, there was a mystical briefcase suspended high above the fabled squared circle. The bravest warriors battled for this prize. A contract to fight for the championship anytime, anywhere. And as time has proven, the challenger will become champion. The end. Again, again! No, 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 no. Lights out. Live July 17th on pay-per-view. Standing ovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled to take you back in time. Host, ring announcer Sean Beckerman brings you pro wrestling nostalgia featuring classic moments 
and old school themes. So buckle up and go beyond the bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. It's go time. Good hello. I am Sergei Heminov, Russia's three-time World Rubik's Cube champion of the Rubik's Cube. When I relax, I like to make sexy with woman. But in spare time, I listen to radio on interwebs. I like to have opinion and ask questions to people who are the best. If you are like me and like to make sexy with woman and listen to radio, then you need to listen to what wood fans do. A show that is for the fans. The people like me, the people like you, and the people like me. Remember to send your emails for opinion, ideas, suggest, or Molotov cocktails to wwfd at ymail.com Join Mr. Nem, Mr. Zod, and Mr. Diablo for What Would Fans Do? Download every Saturday on here, the SNS Radio Network. Now join in in having some vodka. Oh, what? You're 15? Never too young to have vodka. Have some vodka. Hmm? No, it is quality vodka. Not like this accent. Since its inception, these men put it all on the line to forge a legacy. They ushered in a new era in professional wrestling, the X Division. Now, these high-risk athletes take center stage, the X Division Championship, the Ultimate X. Your favorite stars from the past are back and witness the return of the six-sided ring. TNA presents Destination X, live July 10th, only on Pay-Per-View. Guys, what's up? This is Lauren Mayhew, and you are listening to JJ Sexay on SNS Network. Yes, yes, it's true. I am JJ, all caps, Sexay. Mr. Money on the mic, if you will, but I know Bronx was saying that the gigolo has returned finally, and maybe you're right. Maybe I am just a little too gigolo-ish tonight. Maybe I've found that old place in my dark, you know, deep in my, my black heart. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know what it is. I, you know, I, I had a, an interesting day. I, I almost had a car accident today. And uh, there would have been nothing that I could have done to prevent it. <laughs> and I literally almost chased this son of a bitch down. I was so pissed off. You know, there, there comes a fork in the road on the highway where you go one way or you go straight. And the guy that was over in the right decided he wanted to go left. And so the car in front of me, like a dumbass, just stops in the middle of the fucking freeway. Just slam on the brakes and just fucking stop. 
and the son of a bitch behind me is not paying attention, and he's fucking coming up on my ass at 100 fucking miles an hour. And I couldn't get over. And as soon as we got going again, I fucking chased this guy down. I said, pull the fuck over. I was ready to beat the living shit out of this fucker. I mean, are you that stupid that you would stop in the middle of the fucking road because some dumbass doesn't know where he's going? I just don't get it. The day that you put my ass in fucking jeopardy or you do something to hurt me is the day I'll pound the shit out of your ass. And I won't think twice about it. If you can't drive, get the fuck off the roads or take public transportation. Otherwise, stay the fuck out of my way. I swear, I have never in my life been to a country where every motherfucker that drives doesn't know how to fucking drive. And I've driven in the fucking South. I've driven in Arkansas with fucking inbred motherfuckers. I've driven in Oklahoma. I've driven in fucking Montana. I've driven in Denver. Of all the places I have lived, this is the worst fucking place I have ever been on the road. I just don't get it. No, Anthony, my kids were not in the car, thank God. Because that would have made me kill somebody right there. You hurt my family and you're in for a world of fucking hurt. Okay, I'm glad we got that out of my system. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. So I don't have a lot of video game news to talk about, but there are a couple of things I want to talk about real quick. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con's coming up later this month. And one of the things that I'm really excited about is the fact that there's going to be a, a Mass Effect panel there. Apparently the company that brought us movies like Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Legendary Films are right now in the process of putting together a script, and I think the first draft is actually going to be made available to the public at SDCC. And uh, so that's got me real excited because, you know, Legendary Pictures, again, has made the Batman movies, uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, which I love, quite frankly. And I love Mass Effect, so the fact that it's going to get movie treatment by this particular uh, company, I'm excited. I hope that, you know, good details come out of it, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Final Destination 5 coming out this summer. Who knew? I thought the last one was the Final Destination. But apparently death needs money. Death needs a bankroll. So the final, or I guess it's Final Destination 5 is coming out later on this year. I found that one to be interesting. Um, Uncharted finally has a new director. As you know, uh, what was it, the guy that was previously inked to it, David O. Russell, uh, left the project after having disagreements with Sony. And it appears that, I believe, Richard Berger is taking over the, uh, the directing duties from the script that's been produced by Sony. So that looks like it might be a little interesting. Let's see, what else? Have you checked out the new DLC this week for WWE All-Stars? I have, uh, I've only played as R-Truth so far because I haven't actually purchased a card to go out and buy the new DLC. But uh, in the DLC pack, you have the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal. You have Chris Jericho. Obviously, you have R-Truth. You have Jerry the King Lawler. And I know Charles Shane's been doing a fantastic job of uh, putting up videos over at our sister site, Cause.ws. You know, fantastic job with some of those videos. Chris Jericho looks fucking epic. You know, he's got the lion tamer. You know, not really the walls of Jericho, but the lion tamer. We actually sat on the fucking back, basically. Had the knee in the head. 
and that's one of his signatures. Looks fantastic. The Code Breaker is a move just like the RKO that you can hit from anywhere. So I definitely recommend you guys check that out. And uh, I'm still waiting on Sean to nut up and, and challenge Charles to a fucking match. What the hell, man? This is nuts, man. It won't happen. Oh, I thought you were gone. I thought you had, like, female entertainment. I can multitask. I'm still here. Brother, if you got female entertainment, I would get to that. I wouldn't be on a fucking radio show. They're not here right now. They're actually in America that I'm talking to. Oh, God. You're having cyber sex, Crelly. No, in fact, I will tell you in our little personal chat thing who I'm talking to. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. I'm dying to know this one. Please tell me who you're talking to. If it's Linda Hogan, I'm hanging up on your ass. Well, that's not Linda Hogan, but I think she's out of your league. So now you see why I'm doing it. But, dude, she's out of your fucking league. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just being, I'm just being a, a, a good friend. But carry on. You need to get it through your head, Crowley. She's just not that into you. Well, the fact that she came to me suggests that I'm, that I'm a good friend. She wanted to talk, Crowley. That's all she wants to do. <laughs> carry on. Fuck. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much all the gaming news that I have for this week. Uh, you know, I didn't want to do too long a gaming segment this week. I basically want to open up the phone lines and read emails before we, we wrap the show. So now is the time, right now, this moment, the moment that begins right now, that you can join this show starting now. I'm channeling my inner Michael McGillicuddy, in case you couldn't tell. So the number to call, 501-588-7957. If you're on Skype, add Sunday Night Showdown to your Skype. If you're in the chat room and you want to call toll-free, that's right, I said free, then hit the Google widget and follow the instructions. It requires you to input your name, your number, and you can't block it, ladies and gentlemen, because if you do, they can't call you and they can't connect you to the Skype line. It's easy as fucking pie. I'm telling you. It's the best way in the world to call. Because it costs you nothing. Or get Skype. So Skype let's, or Yeah, get Skype. There, there's another option. So let's go to the phone lines. Uh, joining us here on Unplugged, who's this? Hello? Hello? Is it me? Oh, it's an okay. echo. Hello? This is Rick. What's, on, what's going on, Rick? Rick. What's up? I wanted to call in because last week I called in and said hello to Crelly and he wasn't even here. <laughs> hello. Crelly's never here. I said hello, Mr. Crelly, and he wasn't here. And nobody could hear me last week anyways. So yeah, was- we can actually hear you this week. It's awesome. Yeah, something new I'm trying. Something about not turning the microphone up so loud. Yeah. So what's new with uh, you guys? Anything? Now, I've just been an angry motherfucker all night. But other than that, we're fine. It's the best way to be. Telling you. Angry. Telling you. People are loving my fucking rants tonight, so maybe I should just be angry all the time. Oh, yeah. And drink. Drink uh, that turkey drink. Yeah, you're supposed to drink and be angry. That's that's the gimmick for wrestling radio hosts, (laughs) is drink and be angry. That's true. That's That's what we did. Worked for a while. And then we got drunk and forgot to do the show a few weeks in a row. And then you forgot to tape the shows. Oh, yeah. That shit happens all the time. I mean, that's why we get Spreaker now. So if I ever do radio again, I'll have a copy of it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Although, <laughs> although you know, the funny thing is, uh, I, I was recording one of the shows the other night on Spreaker. It was a Causecast. Sorry about that. And uh, dude, I don't know what happened, but it sounded like it was bad. I don't know. It was bad. Was it Thursday or Wednesday? Uh, it was two. Uh, yeah, Wednesday. 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 Yeah, there yeah. was some issues on the server actually that night. So wow, I, I was like, I, you know, I, thank God I had a backup copy. But um, you know, Brassside does a does a great job of always doing a backup copy for me in case I need it. And sometimes, sometimes you know, my Adobe Edition was doesn't want to work properly. And so I love Adobe. You record with Adobe Audition? I record with Adobe. Yeah, I wouldn't, but that's just me. It, it just it makes a huge ass wave file. Yeah, it does. Yeah, well, we'll talk. We can talk. They're getting bored with the technical talk, but yeah, there's better ways. But um, Brassai was asking me about the new player uh, that we're working on, and uh, we'll probably have that soon. Uh, as soon as Charles is ready to look it over, um, it's written in HTML5, which means it works on every browser except get this Internet Explorer. <laughs> and people who use Internet Explorer will just get a Windows Media Player. But uh, that'll be available soon. So hopefully you guys don't have to use the crappy Ustream for too much longer if you don't want to, Brassai, because he seems like he'd like to do other things at the press press you guys into Ustream. Yeah, Charles and I are talking about just completely dropping the Ustream. I mean, I know he'll keep it for videos and stuff, but I'm well, to the point where, it, you know, it does nothing for me anymore. Well, what we wanted to do with with the new player is that if someone were to go to the site on their phone, they'll be able, well, the overall plan is this is we're going to try to launch an HTML5 chat room and an HTML5 player, and basically what'll happen is if people go to SNS uh, radio network on like their smartphones, they'll be able to actually listen and chat once we do that from your phone. And it's, there's also, but it's like the newest wave of things is you don't have to have flash. You don't have to have a plugin. It just works. So that's kind of what we're doing. And you know, the main reason why he hadn't gotten rid of, rid of the players yet is because we couldn't get the html5 to work but i mean I should do that today so as soon as i get with charles hopefully we'll be able to get ready you stream and give you guys another uh, embedded option absolutely i mean you know just trying to make the quality of the shows you know uh, you know better on this network so oh yeah you guys do good but i mean it's it's sometimes with you stream it drops and They'll give you ads in the middle. Is it, do they do it in the middle of the show, too, or is it just pre-rolls? Some people say they do, and some people say that they don't have that issue, but I've had more people tell me lately that Ustream just cuts in an ad right in the middle of the fucking show. There you go. Interviewing Shawn Michaels. Here's your ad. But anyway, I'll let you get to the next guy. I'm sure they're much more interesting than I am. <laughs> All right, Rick, man. Thanks. I'll talk to you soon. Bye now. See ya. All right, make sure you guys are giving your love to Rick for, uh, for putting together. He and Charles did a fantastic job putting this new website together. And don't forget Ty, who did all the graphic work. So definitely, uh, if you see those guys around, give them a, a pat on the back, Barry Horowitz style. Oh, wait, that would be them patting themselves on the back. Make sure that you actually give them pats on the back so that they don't have to Barry Horowitz themselves. But although Charles Barry Horowitz is himself all the time, which is another story for another show entirely. Let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? Uh, this is Anthony. Anthony, what's on your mind tonight? 
Uh, first off, JJ, I come in peace, so please don't get another rant against me. <laughs> okay, man. I'll keep Stick that him. in mind. Stick him now, JJ. Attack. <laughs> Calm down, Crowley, too. Um, I'm just waiting. I think one reason people are going to be watching the SNS show for the TNA interview is just to hear your thoughts on that show. Because no offense, I think we're going to get rant after rant after rant. I think I'm gonna have to make a I'm gonna have to make a trip to the liquor store this weekend. I really do believe it. Oh, I, oh that would back. Yeah, JJ plus Wild Turkey plus TNA pay per view chaos. It will be chaotic, but hey, at least I know you guys will be entertained and you know interested in listening to what goes on. So I mean, that's and that's really the whole point of the show, anyway. I, you know, like I said, there's a couple matches that I'm looking forward to. You know, my fear is, though, again, this company is notorious for dropping the ball on things. They've dropped so many balls. You know, they take two steps forward, but every time they take those two steps, they're taking like five steps backwards. And I know you guys just think that I'm just the biggest son of a bitch when it comes to TNA. You know, I didn't want them to fail, but I, I see nothing that they can do that's going to improve their product because every time they try to improve, they make two steps, but they go five steps back. I, and you can't build a successful uh you can't build a successful business like that, you know, and I know that there's Jarrett said, oh, we're profitable. Yeah, I'm sure you are, but it's definitely not in this market. You're not making money off your pay-per-views, and I know that a lot of the, the comments come from the UK that they're very profitable over there, but as one of the emailers just recently let us know, they're on Freeview, which everybody has Freeview. So if WWE was on Freeview, don't you think the WWE would stomp them in the fucking ratings? Well, it depends because... They show TNA not only on Challenge, but they also, can, they also do show it sometimes on one of the channels on Sky. And while I don't have the numbers in front of me, it'd be interesting to see the actual, because they show it in HD. And that HD channel is on the Sky package. So I'll do a bit of research and find out what the ratings for the HD version are compared to Raw. Because that would be more of a comparable numbers than Freebie versus Sky. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it, I would love to know the, how that works. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, you guys over in the U.K. are kind of crazy that you like TNA over the WWE. Well, we are crazy, to be honest. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you are. You know, Speaking of which, Harmony went to the Calgary Zoo today. See, they had this big stampede parade because the stampede opened today. Right. And if you don't know what the, what the Calgary or what the, uh, what, the, what the stampede is, it's something they do. It, it's like what you call a, a state fair in the States, you know. Um, right. And it, it basically lasts for about two weeks. You got rides. You got free concerts. You know, as long as you pay to get into the thing, you can see these free concerts, right? And they have rodeos and chuck wagon races, you know, and everybody cowboys up and they're wearing the hats and shit. And every Friday, the morning that it opens, they have this big stampede parade. Well, this year, the big hoorah is that, uh, you know, the Duke and Duchess of York or, or wherever, the, the Duke and Duchess, you know, William and Kate, um are here in town, and they were a part of the parade this morning. Well, apparently, Harmony, and she's actually got company over, a good friend of hers from Vancouver uh, has brought her kids here, and my, my two oldest children are actually gone for about the next month. They've gone to somewhere for the summer. So it's me and Harmony and Lexi, and then we got her friend Jen who's come over, and she's got her three boys. And so all of them today, I had things to do. I've been out running around doing other stuff. They all went to the Calgary Zoo today. And Harmony posted on Facebook that she was literally feet away from the royal family. And so that's been the big, you know, what to do in town the last couple of days. You know, the royal family's here. 
that Kate and, and William are here, and it's just a big deal. Which is funny because I know that <clears throat> the royal family is still a big deal in Canada, even though they're not really the monarchs here. They're on the money because this is a Commonwealth nation. But they're not really the king and queen, or you know, they're not really, uh, in my opinion, relevant. But then again, I'm American and Canadian, so my opinion doesn't mean shit. Well, like over here, they're not really cared about that much. I know when we had the whole royal wedding, it wasn't actually as big. Oh, in here, as, as everyone made out, it was actually bigger worldwide than it was in England. Right. Which to me is crazy, but back to our caller. Did he get dropped? Are, 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 Anthony, are you back? Fuck, I think he got dropped again. He did. He, suffered, he did get dropped again. Anthony, call back in. He suffered the Scorpion death drop. But yeah, I mean, that is something that's, that has really confused us. I mean, I've spoken to quite a few people here in England, and it's bizarre how crazy the world went to that real wedding. I mean, yeah, here it was a big deal, but it wasn't as, like, I saw, like, a few, like, things on, on the internet from, like, Canada or Australia, and you guys were going batshit crazy over it. And I never got why. That's kind of crazy. Um, that is crazy. Hey, I was wondering if you saw Big Macs. Yes, we do. Uh, oh, you don't sell Big Macs? No, we do. Would you like fries with that? Uh, I love you. Hey, would you like Thank fries you. with that? Okay, well, since since I love you, do you sell Big Macs now? Yeah, we do. Oh, Please you come. still don't have Big Macs? No, we don't. Sorry, but we do okay, have some cheeseburgers. Just drive, just drive around the corner. <laughs> ComedyCalls.com This phone call was sent to you using Comedy Calls. Wow. Again, we're going to start this shit again. Really? Really? Do you really want to go there? Unbelievable. But for, but for the record, we do sell Big Macs. What the if fuck are you talking about? To... I was going to say, I sell a Big Mac. It's called my boot in your ass. <laughs> I mean, if you fancy driving to America or Canada or England to come pick it up, come pick it up. Feel free to come get a Big Mac. Well, I thought we had Anthony back, but apparently he's having issues. Yeah, the Skype line for the win, dude. Don't you just love... It's not the Skype line. Because you not... haven't dropped. This is really true. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. But let's go, sure. let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? What is up, guys? Hey, it's, the, again. it's the sensational sequel. Can you guys hear me? I'm actually using a new headset tonight. Oh, my God. I can actually, believe it or not, fucking hear you. Good. So I want, so I want, it's the one thing that I wanted to test out with the new mic. But, um, yeah, that prank caller, that was kind of... I came back from getting a glass of water, and I was kind of like, okay, Big Macs, what in the world's going on here? Did I forget something? I tell you what, wow. since, since, I'm in a venom, since I'm in a venomous mood tonight and, you know, just really don't want to put up with stupid shit, um, I want you to post this in the fucking chat room. Uh, the number to call this prank douchebag... Area code four one three four nine seven four nine seven zero one four seven zero one four seven. So again, that okay. is four one three nine seven. Okay, four one three three four nine seven zero one four seven. This is the little douchebag that wanted to call and fucking do that shit. So I tell you what. 
I would like you guys, as many times as you possibly can, to give this douchebag a proper welcome to the SNS Radio Network. And all you archive listeners who are hearing this right now, feel free to do so. Because if you're going to be a douchebag, I'm going to be a real asshole. But thank you for the call. Hope you had fun. So let's make sure we got this number right. It's 413-349? No, it's 413-497-0147. Okay. Just want to make sure we got the number right. So that when I type it in, I can make sure it comes up correct. But yeah, that just completely caught me off guard. So how are y'all doing tonight? I know, JJ, you're in a very bad mood, and I'm sorry to hear that. So that's definitely I'm one not- of those I'm now in the mood for a Big Mac. If someone wants to go get me a Big Mac, I'll be quite grateful. <laughs> wow. By the way, that number is located in Massachusetts, Northampton. So that's it was that John Cena. I hope it wasn't Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rick. Whoops. Oh, no. Oh, well. My. But, um, I, I don't take yeah. kindly to fucking people prank calling me. Yeah, that's never a fun thing. Anyway. But um, I definitely wanted to call in. The site looks great. I mean, uh, Charles, Rick, Ty, they did a great job with the website. I mean, everything was great. Even the sidebar on the chat was amazing. The SNS radio network going up and down looks absolutely amazing. Spreaker works awesome. Other than that British person that keeps coming in in the, in the beginning, I just can't deal with the British people. Sorry, Carl. Fuck you, Joe. Um, everything looks great. I mean, the entire website looks absolutely amazing. So, I mean, I just wanted to go ahead and give that out. Good job, guys. Charles, even though I give you a lot of crap, good job on the site, man. Rick, good job. Ty, great graphics, brother. Definitely looks great. And I was just a figurehead. I did nothing. <laughs> You're the boss. You get every, you get all the credit for everything else. I, 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 I did mean, nothing but watch them work on the site. And then lately I've been seeding the site with content. But other than that, they pretty much do everything. You, you get the shows ready. You get the shows done. I mean, you get the shows on the network. I mean, you get all that. So, I mean, you've got the, you got the, greater, the better stuff. So, I mean, kind of yeah. got to give them the credit for the website. Kind of got to give you the credit for the network itself. No, that's true. Without me, there'd be no network. So, anyway, Sean, what, what, what's on your mind? Well, I'll, since we are talking about gaming, and I am not supposed to be on the network right now, um, I did want to throw this out, that Steam is still having their humongous summer sale, and that the summer sale will be in... Did you drop? <laughs> Hello? I'm still here. That's awesome. Rick, are you back? Hello? Hey, uh, can you tell hey, these Nick. assholes to stop calling me? Thank you. All right. Stop calling Rick. No, I'm just kidding. It's it's not my phone number, so call it as much as you like. Okay. Goodbye. Well, continue calling. Wow, we lost Sean, and we and Rick's gone. So, all right, let's go Don't back. Let, let's let's go back. No, Rick Rick left, and then Sean dropped. Let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? JJ Bronx. What's up? What's up, man? Uh, first of all, I'd like to tell that caller that if you need a Big Mac, uh, you can have mine, and you look no further than your mother's behind. Ooh. Damn. So, you know. I don't like that shit, people calling and being stupid. But I wanted to ask you about uh, something kind of related to TNA. Matt Hardy got suspended not too long ago. What's it been, like two, three weeks, something like that? 
yeah, it, it's been a couple weeks, and there's reports that he's saying he's sick, that, you know, he's going down to like 200 or right under 200 pounds, you know, and he, he weighed about 230, you know. So, I don't know, maybe he's got a case of uh, diverticulitis, whatever you call that. Diverticulitis. Thank but, you, thank you. That's that's. But the, uh, my what I wanted your opinion on is knowing the way the Hardys work the internet and knowing how whenever they get fired or suspended, they want to put the internet on their side. Do you think, I mean, I you know, I hope it is. I don't want to see anyone sick. But do you think this could be like a sympathy ploy and he's uh, full of shit? I mean, the Hardys aren't, you know, below lying. I would hope for his sake that that would, that would not be the case. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know, so I'm not going to make a judgment call on that. But I'd like to think that, you know, there's some truth to the rumor that he's sick and you know, I know I've said a lot of disparaging things about Matt Hardy, but I don't wish the guy any ill will, and I don't, you know, necessarily no. want to see him uh, end up in a hospital or really bad sick. So I hope that he recovers if he is in fact sick. And if he's working the internet, then what a douchebag! But you know, just my my two cents. Well, no, I don't want the guy to be sick either. But I mean, uh, you know, my main purpose of this call was kind of how sick I'm getting of like some of these wrestlers on the internet. Like I. Unfollow well, I unfollowed Hogan long ago, but I mean, I just unfollowed The Rock because I mean, if you read some of this, I mean, just the asinine. I mean, it's like, oh, team, bring it, get up, and you know, uh, screw the day, and you know, do this and do that, and bring it, and I mean, all this shit. I mean, and the way some of these wrestlers use the internet is both annoying and sickening. What do you think about that? I think it is, but I think in today's today's society the only way you seem to be able to get over anymore since creative doesn't want to work with you hmm. is to get yourself over on the internet i've been doing it for the last since 2003 so i can't complain but then again i don't work for a company so what the fuck do i care yeah but you got guys like sean michaels you know who his tweets are you know about how his day's going stuff like that i think that's kind of cool i like that well, yeah, i like but, the but, guys who but give he's us... he's not he's not working the internet i mean he's actually you know letting know his fans know what he's up to and i think that's cool i mean you know it, it's nice to know that you know <coughs> excuse me that sean's you know spending time with his family at the beach or you know he's getting ready to film film his hunting show i mean these are cool things right it's not yes. like it's not like you know Matt Hardy who likes to work the internet. It's not like you know other guys who are notoriously known for doing stupid shit like that. I mean, that's the whole point of having a Twitter account, I guess, is to promote things and and to let people know things. Well, yeah, no, no, I'm not. To I, I actually like Sean's tweets. I like DDP's tweets. I even like J. I'm, okay, Jr. You know, works the internet on behalf of the company a bit, but. I mean, he does, you know, relay some personal stuff, and not that these guys are required to, but it seems like guys like The Rock, like Hogan, it's not so much just working the internet, it's, it's almost as if they're like, just, first of all, I don't know why The Rock's working anyone, because the only place he brings it is via Twitter. I mean, it's like, you know, this whole team bring it crap, and just, he doesn't say anything intelligent at all. It's all like, you know, just catchphrases, even over Twitter. It's just, it's annoying to me. Yeah, but The Rock has to use Twitter, to, uh, and this is what the, the WWE want. The WWE want The Rock to use Twitter to promote himself, because he won't be appearing on TV anytime soon. I think he's got one or, one or two appearances up until Mania, 
uh, is set to appear on WWE programming. So they want to use Twitter to build a feud between him and Cena. So that's why he's so that's why he's all, all over Twitter, bad 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 Cena. Whoa 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 whoa! How dare you you interrupt the Rock and not even have the common courtesy to tell me your name, you little jabroni? <laughs> <laughs> but Crelly, do you, do you know the nights that? Excuse me a minute, JJ. I'm sorry that I stayed up crying because the Rock promised he. He'd never leave me again. And it doesn't me. matter if you cried. Well, Good I'm sat here Rock. right now in my sitting room, and the Rock said that he's never going to leave me. I've looked behind the TV. I've looked behind the fish tank. I've looked behind the the, the, uh, the fish tank, the TV, the sitting room, everywhere. He's not here, so he has left me. I can't find him. I'm quite upset. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh shit! Oh my god! I just found him. I just found him. He's in my wallet. That's where he's been all along for the money that I wasted ordering WrestleMania for his five-minute appearance. That's where The Rock has been, ladies and gentlemen, in my fucking wallet. Actually, I think, I do believe that he's currently in your bank, rolling around in your dollar, ba- dollar bills going, money, 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 money. <laughs> That's what now is what he's doing. He's currently making money angels in your bank. Through that. That's what the rock is. Well, I live in the United States, so my right now my my financial security is about as good as TNA security at house shows. But anyway, guys, I'm gonna go and let some other people call in. JJ, <laughs> I'm sorry you had a bad day, man, but you as heel is fucking awesome. I love it. Thanks, man. Glad, glad care, to entertain brother. you guys. Bring a smile to your face. That's what I do. Bye, man. Later. All right, let's go back to the phone. I think we have Anthony back. Anthony, are you there? Uh, yes, I am. This is part two of Conversation One. And did you bring us a big back? Uh, no, I was waiting so long I just ate it already. Sorry, Crelly. That's all right. I'd rather have a quarter pounder. <laughs> also, Crelly, I got your Batman mask. <laughs> yes, finally. Actually, Crelly, I just uh, apparently uh, we just received your gay Avenger mask. It got shipped to the wrong place. So it went. So it actually went to Trade House. Are you sure it didn't go there on purpose? So Trey has two two wardrobes of that. I'm gonna let you guys deal with Trey on that one. <laughs> That's why I said he's not here. Talk hey, all the hey. shit you want while the dog's not here, but when he finds out about it, you're both in trouble. <laughs> I won't. I won't be calling into the show that day. Then again, he doesn't listen to the shows. So it's not really a big deal. Exactly. <clears throat> so anyway, Anthony, um, back back to your point. Um, first of all, I'm glad that you didn't get in an accident when you, earlier today and that your kids weren't there because I believe if your kids were there, they might learn some new words. Oh, it's something they haven't heard before, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, well, um, after, if Punk, um, does win the belt and somehow Cena does get fired at the pay-per-view, how long do you think they're going to keep him off? And if he does stay off, not like the last time. I think if he's legit hurt, they need to give him a couple months off. I think he needs to rehab. You know, who knows? Maybe he'll go shoot another shitty movie. I mean, in his, you know, in his absence. Who knows? I mean, it's not like we could use more John Cena movies for, you know, for WWE films. Uh, you know. So, look, if the guy's legit hurt, he needs to rest. Especially if they really want to have this Rock versus Cena match at WrestleMania. They want it to mean something. I mean, I'm going to laugh my ass off if they keep working John Cena to the bone. And then he fucking tears a quad or he tears a bicep. I mean, it won't be funny that he gets hurt. It'll be funny that 
because they overworked him, he did get hurt. And now because of that, there's no way that that match could happen. And I think that is ultimately going to be the telling tale as Anthony gets dropped again. Dude, it's got to be on your end. It's not Skype. That is crazy shit. So hopefully that answered the question. Uh, Crelly, are you still with me? I'm still here. See, he hasn't been dropped. That's the telltale sign. If Crowley's not getting dropped, it ain't it ain't a fucking Skype problem. Um, let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? Hey, yo, guys. It's L-Train. L-Train. What's on your mind, dude? Hey, man. Hey, yo. Uh, first of all, sorry, Crowley. I don't have a Big Mac, so... Damn it. Uh, you're at, you should have left there, man. Sounds like a personal problem, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't got to brag about it. Well, I'm calling in tonight uh, to speak a little bit about the uh, Destination X pay-per-view this Sunday. Um, I kind of, first of all, I kind of wanted to get uh, both of your guys' uh, personal opinion on this. I think you've uh, voiced a little bit in the past, JJ, but um, I probably forgot. Um, I'm curious about what your guys' opinion is about the six-sided ring returning and any future plans they might have with it. Um, <laughs> the future plans they have for the six-sided ring is called All Wheels Wrestling. And not only do they have the six-sided ring, but they have Don West, and and they have the original TNA entrance, you know, complete with the fucking, uh, you know, what is it, the, the oval entrance, you know, ramp. Uh, everything is the same. It's just called All Wheels Wrestling. And I guess after your match, you get to race cars. I don't know. Uh, you know, again, we're talking about a company that's interested in having another company that's a wrestling company that they have their hand dipped in when they really should be worrying about the company that they're running into the fucking ground you know before you bring on a secondary show maybe you should put the basis and the importance on your main show now this new show is going to be on on the speed channel what happens mind you if this show takes off because it's going to be x division featured what happens when this show starts getting two and twos and threes in the fucking ratings and Impact Wrestling on Spike TV is drawing a 1.2? At that point, do you drop Impact and go right on to All Wheels Wrestling? I mean, how embarrassing would that be for this secondary project to take off and Impact Wrestling to still plunder, to still just flounder in the ratings? You know... There's a lot of things, and I know that I don't know shit about producing TV. I've never once claimed to have any expertise in booking a wrestling show. I've helped a couple of times in my Stampede days. I did, I did do a lot of my own stuff. I helped book my own shit. I helped book some other people's shit, too. But that's another story for another time. I'm never going to sit here and say that I'm the best booker in the world, because I'm not. I have differences of opinions, with the way people book things. Doesn't mean I'm right. I want to make sure that I'm getting it out there. But I really don't see how you can put the emphasis on a secondary program when you're not really putting it on the primary program. I mean, does that make any sense? That would be like, for example, I'm running the SNS radio network. But tomorrow, I'm going to go open up a new website, and I'm going to start doing shows on this other website. And I'm going to put a lot of emphasis into putting these shows together on the other website. And because of that, I'm not really going to pay attention to what's going on on this show or on this network. Doesn't that defeat the purpose? But I'm guessing they probably have two different uh, creative teams. I don't think the same creative team that works for Impact will, will be doing it for all wheel wrestling. But do you not see what I'm saying, Crowley? 
Yeah, I mean, I I think that this different program could be like because we've we've all said that TNA need need a second show, right? Just just to get out more um, of, of of a product. Uh, who, I think we, what, who thinks they need a second show? Dude, dude, compared to the E, right? They have what? TNA have two, two, two hours a week of wrestling. The WWE has about ten. Yeah, and what is your point? Why? Okay, why does TNA need to have more than one show? Explain that to me. The fact that they have two hours a week of professional wrestling should be enough, man. You can consolidate. No, no, no. Hold on a second. You can consolidate storylines. If you're putting out ten hours of TV a fucking week, you're running through storylines like it's going out of fucking business. If you have two hours a week dedicated to this show, then why aren't you building this show up? Why aren't you but, making this work before you jump into something else? They have two. So they they have okay. What um if, what so a month they have like eight hours a month to 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 sell you a pay per view compared to WWE that have like eighty hours a month to sell to to sell you a pay per view. And they and so you so you're saying that if WWE went to have one show a week, they could keep you as interested as a, a, as they used to. No, oh, gee, uh, Crelly, they did that shit in 1993. When Raw came out, it was a fucking hour long, and they still managed to sell pay-per-views. And they didn't do it every fucking month. They did it every couple of months. So I don't, I don't, what you're saying is not making sense to me. You don't have to have multiple hours to sell a fucking pay-per-view. You have to have cohesive storylines, and you have to, to push your talent, and you have to have storylines to go into a fucking pay-per-view. You don't need eight hours. You don't need fucking ten hours. You don't need fucking 20 hours of fucking shows in a month to build to a goddamn pay-per-view. You just need two hours a week, and you need to use those two hours the proper way. Uh, I, I personally think that, that, that they could do with like another hour show, kind of like Heat or something like that, like, or version of Heat, to help to, to, to uh, sell storylines. Don't they have Explosion for that? Yeah, but that's not put on American TV. That is only international. Well, it used to be on American TV. True that. Again, it's them putting their hand in the cookie jar and trying to grab more than they need to. I mean, if I'm wrong, please tell me I'm wrong. Well, I, I personally think that them having some more TV would help. That's that It would help sell a product. It, it, it would help expand storylines because they, they'd have more time to expand the storylines. Compared to right now where, where they'd run through storyline. Week of the week, if they had about two, about, I don't know, another hour or two, it, in my opinion, it it would help the, the art of the storytelling. <laughs> First of all, the art of the storytelling is gonna is gonna improve if you get the right people to tell the stories, and that's the problem with the company. They don't have the right person in creative. They don't have someone who can go out there and do what needs to be done, and that is what the problem is. Again, I think you need to focus on your primary show. You need to focus on what makes that show work. You don't need to worry about this show, and you don't need to worry about that show. TNA is obviously known for letting whatever the WWE does get to them. Oh, well, they brought in a Mexican wrestler. We should make Amazing Red wear a mask and call him Sangrito. Well, I mean, I, I, I do agree with you in the aspect of them having all wheels wrestling it's a bit, it's a bit stupid. I mean, do they really think that car fans will tune into Impact on Thursday nights just because they saw all wrestling? No, you, man. They, all... they would be better off 
getting monster trucks and fucking having a wrestling company built around that. Because then you're going to get your damn redneck audience right there, boy. We're going to sit there and have a fucking beer. We're going to watch Stone J. Dutt fucking, fucking drive Bigfoot to the fucking ring and wrestle fucking Kazari. You know what I'm saying? Fuck yeah. I don't, I don't, know, about, I don't know about that, JJ. That sounds like a, a TNA trying to bring WWE Crush Hour to life. <laughs> and, and racing and wrestling isn't the same thing? I mean, when you think about it, it, to me, it's ridiculous. You know, if I want to watch a professional wrestling company, guys, I want to watch a professional wrestling company. I don't want to watch it because of cars. I don't want to watch it because of this. I don't want to watch it because of that. I want to watch it because deep down, what brought me to the dance, what makes me passionate is that I'm a fucking wrestling fan. If you're not selling me wrestling, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. This is one of the big problems I have with the WWE. SmackDown at least it, at least does bring me wrestling. Raw brings me entertainment. It's not very entertaining. Three letters R O H. No, they are the best wrestling company. Yes and no. No fucking psychology. Well, did you get a chance to check out the last iPay per view? No, I haven't. But I've heard a lot of things about Davy Richards and uh, and Eddie Edwards. That was a fantastic match. But I heard there was no psychology. That they were kicking out of each other's finishers. They were hitting high-risk move after high-risk move. You can't right. have a match with no psychology. That works. When you get a chance, you should check out the, the tag team match. That was a fantastic match. And also the match between Homicide and Rhino. That was a, that's a best hardcore match that I've seen that does not involve spot, 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 spot. That was a proper good hardcore match. But that's in my opinion. I just I think professional wrestling is hurting these days. I mean, you don't have veterans that are teaching guys how to work that style anymore. All right. You know, you got indie guys that think it's cool to fucking do 20 DDTs in a fucking match, and the guy fucking still pops up like nothing happened to him. You know? Back in my day, a DDT would finish a match. Maybe I'm just too fucking old. Maybe I should just get out of the game. I don't know. Maybe I'm watching for the wrong reasons. I think Trey and I agree on some things. Maybe, you know, maybe it, it's just time we hang it up. and We don't fucking watch wrestling anymore. I don't know. Maybe I should just fucking do a show about nothing. You know, call it the Seinfeld show. I don't know. I just, I, I'm starting to wonder why I even care anymore. I mean, and this kind of, uh, this is kind of a telltale sign of how much wrestling has changed. Do you know how last year I went to both the Spanish and Raw tapings here in England? I have no interest in going to either show. That shows you how little I care about the product nowadays. It is boring. Having the same person over and over again win the belt. I mean, you you cannot kill John Cena. It's impossible. So, to me, as I say, wrestling these days is just boring as hell. I mean, shit, you, you can run the guy over with a car... You can fucking DDT him on a concrete on the outside. You can stick a grenade down his pants. John Cena will not fucking die. He's effectively stolen Matt Hardy's gimmick. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh. If there were well, a nuclear war tomorrow, the only thing that would survive would be cockroaches, Hulk Hogan, and John Cena. <laughs> Maybe Hogan's ego. Brother. I see it's you and me, Cena, Brother. And the cockroaches, brother. And and that there would be your WrestleMania match. The cockroaches versus Hulk Hogan versus John Cena. With the cockroaches going over. That'd be a great match. I don't know. So what else on your mind, man? 
man. Well, I was I was also calling in to voice my concern a little bit with the uh, Destination X pay-per-view. I mean, pretty much I've just been having the feeling that we're going to see a repeat of what happened with uh, Hardcore Justice last year. I mean, we saw all these ECW guys coming in, uh, put on this pay-per-view. You're thinking, wow, they got all these uh, ECW guys in here in the TNA. This is looking pretty cool. And then a few months down the line, they're all gone. I'm a little concerned whether we might see that happen. I'm afraid not, but if we might see something similar to that with the X Division. I mean, I'm, hope, I'm hoping it's just, you know, you know, just like nerves from seeing what's happened in the past, but I mean, it has happened in the past. We saw what happened last year with all those guys, and yeah, I can't help but I'm concerned that we might be seeing this again as far as seeing the end of the X Division in some way. Well, I mean, and I'm pretty sure this is going to be the general consensus. This, this will be a one-time thing. One of the Exeter guys, Loki, Jack Evans, I can't remember the other two uh, Exeter guys that are in that contract Austin match. Airy, Austin Aries and uh, um, some fourth guy. I, I, never, I never heard of him before. So Joe Blow. That's how his name, Joe Blow. But yeah, um, it's not really. But yeah, one of those guys will stick around. Probably Loki. The rest of it will be swept under the rug and we'll go back to the Hulk Hogan Sting main event. Which is a shame, because I'm I don't mind this exhibition concept. I wouldn't mind to, to, to see it kept around for, as a, as a yearly thing, but would it? Hell no. Because TNA seemed seem to think that it doesn't make money, and yet the fans love it. So there's another reason TNA don't listen to their fans, which is kind of asinine if you ask me. But that's my opinion. JJ, your thoughts. Oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening, guys. I'm, I'm literally my studio has been invaded by by uh, by two beautiful women, my wife and, and uh, a good friend of ours, Jen, and they've brought me some Palm Bay strawberry pineapple spritz vodka drink. So I'm fixing to start consuming mass quantities right now. Oh yeah, Wait. buddy. Hell yeah. <laughs> so you kind of stole it from me. So you gave it to me. I didn't steal it from you. You gave it to me. You you. Well, you shouldn't have offered it because, God damn it, I took it. <laughs> and we have chocolate wine for later. Oh, this is going to be a fun night. Oh, good. Crowley, do you want to start seeing Impact right now? Yes, yes. I mean, JJ, <laughs> if you are, are, I have a challenge. Well, that's some good shit. Whenever Ooh. the word Impact is, is said, you must consume some alcohol. <laughs> I might have to. I might have to. So, <laughs> anyway. All right, man. Oh, man. Thanks for the call, Lloyd. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Hey, no problem, man. Uh, uh, just on a little side note, um, giving my uh, best wishes to uh, Harmony for the little procedure she had and what she's going to have to go through again in a few weeks. Um, all the best to her, man. Well, she, she seems to be doing well today. She was, uh, she, was, she was in a wheelchair today at the zoo. She was being pushed by, uh, <laughs> by her good friends today. Yeah, I know. I told them that. I told them that you were feet from the Royals. Yes, yes. They know. They know. She's very excited. You can tell. You can tell. So, anyway, L train right. says all he right. hopes you're I'm better. Gonna... All right. Uh, all right. I'll uh, I'm gonna get out of here. Peace, guys. All right, man. Later. Yep. All right. Let's go back to the phone lines. I'm gonna take a few more calls, and we're gonna wrap things up, guys. Um, welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? Hollywood. Hollywood. What the fuck do you want? Oh, not much. First of all, I'd say uh, I don't hear much. You guys in action earlier. That's kind of messed up. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, we 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 get a lot of people around that when we drive around here. I lose my we get we get a lot of people that they sit there and just you know 
Bridge from Omaha, it's mostly all in that area. Just a bunch of just terrible drivers, so you know, we can understand. These motherfuckers here just don't know how to drive. Seriously, I, I have... I have driven a lot of places, man, and the people here just don't know how to drive. That's why a lot of them take public transit, honestly. Secondly, I guarantee, I guarantee the possibility I might be able to get a hold of that, get, to get more information on the sprint caller guide and get it maybe for Monday. Well, that's cool because we'll give out his number then, too. I mean, I've got it logged. I mean, it's, it, you know, that's again, fine. you know, feel free to call this son of a bitch all night because, you know, if you're going to prank call oh, the show, I don't get no problem I'm going to find out who he is. <laughs> I'll get my top <laughs> mail on it. <laughs> yeah, Har- Harmony's poor, just walking in. Guy. Harmony just walked in. She goes, "What happened?" And I said, "Look, I've got a. I had a prank caller call in earlier, and fuck with me. So I put his number out there and told these guys to fucking call him all goddamn night." You are horrible. No, he shouldn't have fucking prank called me. Heck with that. Old Jack is going out to the streets. You play and with he fire. Didn't you give me a Big Mac. That's why we're hitting him down. He oh, didn't give fuck me a Big the Mac. Big Mac shit, man. Come on. No, no, I'm hungry. We're good. I think it was yeah, John Cena. Have. It was somewhere in Massachusetts. So it was probably John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's going to miss that. But anyway. All right. Uh, thanks for the call, Hollywood. Yep. Take care. All right. Bye. You the man. All right. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? It's Ashley. How you doing, guys? Ashley. How you doing, buddy? Um, Harmony good. says hi, by the way. Hello, Harmony. Hello, everybody else out there. But somehow likes the accent of my voice, but doesn't like Crowley's accent. I don't know. I know. Having no Because you guys, you yeah. guys, Crowley's chatting up somebody online, and you know I don't need to because I've got the voice for it, right? Or something. I know the Pope keeps trying to call in. I keep trying to get him, but every time I go to answer the phone, he's already gone by the time I answer it. So I tell you what, Pope, you're the last caller. So call in. I'm going to put you on hold, and I'll bring you on after Ashley. Okay. That's how we'll do There's it. There's some little bits of uh, gaming news that I spotted that will interest you. Quite a few Star Wars things. Apparently, somebody's managed to mod Call of Duty 4 on the PC to include, like, Star Wars maps and Star Wars characters. <laughs> so it's basically Star Wars Battlefront 3 that never happened. Cool. Can you actually play Call of Duty as Jabba the Hutt? I don't think Jabba's in it. Pudu no Bada. <laughs> you got the machine it's gun just going the off Rebel the Rebel Alliance or the um, Stormtroopers or whatever. Oh, well, that's no fucking good. I want to play as Jabba the Hutt. I want to play as, like, <laughs> Greedo. I want to play as, like, the fucking forearm thing in Attack of the Clones. You want to play as Jar Jar and then everybody picks on him. Oh, that's a so rude. <laughs> Pete, you, sir. Oh, how rude. Oh, yeah. Misa thinks we're not in Kansas no more. <laughs> oh wow that's what I want to see Jar Jar Binks in The Wizard of Oz 2 oh. that would be actually kind of crazy he could be like the cowardly lion oh Misa got no courage oh put them up put them up mm. this is like Yoda <laughs> yeah actually yeah well no courage you have I, I think there was two brothers from another mother or something I don't know uh, also, apparently, they're doing to mark Star Wars Connect, which looked kind of average when I saw it at E3. It looked like it blew they're... Chunks. And, and just so you know, Chunks is my dog. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Gobbles the turkey. <laughs> um, that poor dog. No, but 
to mark Star Wars Connect, they're going to be doing a special R2-D2 edition of the 360 and Connect. Really? Yeah. Apparently it's going to have the paint scheme. and I don't know if it's going to have, rather than a green light, it's going to have a red light. Probably. They'll, they'll go that nitpicky. Um, take two have trademarked Rockstar Films. <coughs> really? You could be seeing live action... Well, it says here, animated motion picture films featuring entertainment, namely action, adventure, dramatic, comedic, children's, and documentary themes. Really? I'd love to, I'd love to see L.A. Noir and Grand Theft Auto for kids. Yeah, Grand I Theft kids, Auto would be it, awesome for kids. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, hey, if, you know, if, if, if my 10-year-old can, uh, well, she was, I think, 8 at the time, but if my 8-year-old can sprout out such profanities, later, motherfucker, then why not have Grand Theft Auto for kids? That's awesome. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of later, motherfuckers, apparently police in Italy have arrested three people thought to be leading members of Anonymous. You know, the people that pretty much hacked everybody, who apparently now have also this week hacked. Ashley, I don't know them. They're Anonymous. I know. I don't know who they are. They're like Internet Dave. Nobody seems to know who the fuck he is either. <laughs> maybe he's a member of Anonymous. Hang on. I yeah, maybe he's behind it. Come on. Maybe it's Dave has too much time on his hands. Two and two together, and all the time we were making five, and now we've made four. There you go. Wow, Dave is part of Anonymous. Well, nobody yeah. knows who he is, so he's got to be Anonymous. Oh, low security that hacked everyone. But wasn't low security part? Sean's telling me it's low security. It wasn't low security like a... Splinter Cell version of Anonymous that went that have now become amalgamated in or something. Was Go Sam on. Fisher Hello. a part of that? Hmm? Was Sam Fisher a part of that? I don't know. Right. Possibly. Well, you said Splinter but Cell. Losek have now disbanded. They announced it on their Twitter. But are they so Anonymous Lose. now too? No, Losek are dead. Some of Losek, I think, are now part of Anonymous. They, you know, they said that that's what they were going back to. But just as they. Just as a parting gift, I think last week they revealed about 2 million account details for the Battlefield free-to-play thing online. Oh, Heroes. Something like that. Battlefield Heroes. Yeah, Battlefield Heroes. Yeah. Battlefield Glory. Uh, Battlefield Glory? <laughs> yeah. You know, considering, you know, TNA keeps taking names of Phil Collins tracks, you know. All the gaming companies have said we'll just take names of uh, uh, wrestling pay-per-views. Apparently, you guys don't know what's happening in the studio, but Harmony has decided we're playing a drinking game, and she keeps saying impact, <laughs> making me drink. What word or what? why are you drinking? I mean, is there a certain word that you drink to? Impact. <laughs> impact, 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 Um... Also, whole thing. you know, I know Sean might have already got this, but uh, if you're a fan of Portal 2, uh, they Portal released, 2. I think, last month or something, the first part of the soundtrack for free to download off um, um, Valve's website or yep. whatever it's called, thinkwithportals.com. Uh, they've just released um, Volume 2, and the third volume will be coming out, and, you know, it's all free. It's not You don't have to pay for it, you know. Consider, considering, you know, the, the way the network goes, I think free stuff is, you know, way forward, so I might as well point it to you. Although, quick point, um, if you have got a 360, 
go and buy a Bungie t-shirt for your avatar. It's only 80 Microsoft points, which is a dollar, but all that dollar goes to the Bungie Foundation, which uh, gets preloaded um, iPads into uh, children's hospitals for them. So, uh, so what you're saying is it makes an impact. Yeah. All right. Awesome. And what also might be a major impact at Comic-Con is um, Goldeneye. Yeah, we've already had it with the Weaver remake kind of version, but uh, loads of domain names have been registered pointing to Goldeneye Reloaded. And reportedly that Activision's invite to the event teases a new 007 game but offers no details. So whether it's going to be the Goldeneye for the Wii put on 360 and PS3, or whether it will be the original one, you know, that would be brilliant because, the you know, the original GoldenEye made a huge impact on first-person shooters in, I don't know, 97, was it? Now, do you think... why, why were they always releasing the James Bond games when the new film was coming out? Because I think GoldenEye came out in 97 when Tomorrow Never Dies was coming out. The Tomorrow Never Dies game came out in 99 when World Is Not Enough came out, and then World Is Not Enough came out, I think, 2000. It sounds, sounds right. like fantastic marketing. Yeah, yeah. You could say that it was in a impactful marketing technique. Okay. <laughs> okay, little Jimmy. So, no little Jimmy. Little Jimmy it's got, 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 got. He got and God. Before I forget, until Sean kills me for everything that I've cooked up on. Would you hurry up and promote weeks. this shit? Impact. I just took a... God damn it. Make, <laughs> make sure those of you that haven't entered your picks in, that you, you leave your impact on the SNS picks page <laughs> on Facebook. Fuck or, you, Ashley. you know, <laughs> click through via the, um, you know, email. To, uh, what was it? Pay-per-view... Give me the email link. Next motherfucker on this radio show that says Impact, you're getting fucking fired. (laughs) (laughs) You're fucking fired. (laughs) You're a figurehead only. Oh. Uh, Right, the the email is pay-per-viewunplugged at yahoo.com if you haven't got it in. Those people that do need to get their picks in already. Uh, Also... Promote the fact as well that the Steam sales going on. There's still a couple of days left. Um, deals to, deals that are on today until about 12 hours time or something are like uh, Mafia 2, uh, Mass Effect 2, um, Arcadia, I think as well, which is a very, very forgotten game. Uh, or you know, it's one of those games which got left behind and ignored. And also... The, what happened um, to this show? I was going just fine until we had a gaming segment. What the fuck? Ashley, you're killing me. Tell Sean oh, to that, stop feeding you shit. It's Sean making me... Don't, Sean's bro, using me as, like, hostage. Bro, Sean, Sean has no power on this show. I am okay. the power. I'm not Andy Knowles, but I am the power. Stop, stop okay, reading no. his shit. With that... I might as well, you know, cover him even more. You for our whatever. Unplug for life. Pope. Now, let me now, get the fuck actually, out. Oh, actually, actually, I would say that your segment 
made quite an impact on today's show. <laughs> Bye, Chris. Do you know yeah. how hard it is to produce a show, answer phone calls, and drink every time you motherfuckers say impact? We're, we're finding out, but actually, thanks for the call. All right. I'm just, I, I just want to hear what Trent's first word is going to be, so I'm going to stay on, and then I'll probably hang up after that. All right, with that being said, let's go ahead and, uh, and join the Pope who's on the phone line. Pope, what's going on? Uh, not much, man. Just listening to you guys, you know. Boy, boy, boy. Why do these motherfuckers always want to fuck with me, t- man? Why do they want to fuck with me? I don't know, man, but I can tell you're drinking now. You're going to need some powerful shit to get through Destination X on Sunday. I'll be drinking it away tonight, man. Man, I'm going to send you some money so you can get some wild chicken on <laughs> Sunday. Cause you're going to need some powerful shit to get on. It's going to be a rough my show. Main point of my, that is the main point of my call tonight. I watched Impact on Thursday, and I was absolutely disgusted by half of the shit I saw. Thank you. I know I'm I mean, not alone. I am officially going back on boycott mode of TNA because... I mean, everything was everything was going all right. I'll admit, the X Division qualifier was all right. Even though Jack Evans is a human botch machine, he's still entertaining and watching the rant. And then, and then uh, the Four Corners match was awesome. It's nice to see that Jerry Lynn can still work in the rant. But when it got to that point with uh, Sting and Hulk Hogan backstage, I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? I mean... They've they they pretty much stolen someone's gimmick. I'm not sure completely sure on this story. I'm not sure if they stole this guy's gimmick and gave his name to Crimson and gave the gimmick to Sting, or how the story is going right now. But TNA is completely just dead in my opinion because they're always trying to build around Hulk Hogan somehow. I mean, push somebody else for God's sakes. I mean, they bring back Jim Cornette. I mean, Hulk Hogan is the biggest piece of crap I have seen on TNA in forever. I mean, TNA has been good to the point they bought in Hulk Hogan, Jeff Hardy, Ric Flair, all those fuckers, and I've lost TNA. TNA is officially number five on my list of promotions because the WWE is staying number one. Then you've got Ring of Honor, and Ring of Honor is the number two company in America right now, if you ask me. Then when you go to number three and four, I've got New Japan Pro Wrestling above TNA, and I've got Combat Zone Wrestling above TNA. That's just how bad TNA has gotten, in my opinion. Wow, ZCW above, above TNA. ZDW terrible. And you forgot, and you, and you forgot Shikara. Wouldn't that make TNA six? I don't watch Shikara. That's why I didn't mention Shikara. Ah, but it's there's probably a good chance that it's above TNA. I'm quite, I'm not, I'm not doubting that. I just never watch a car. That's why I still got TNA as number five. I might, I will definitely check out your car, and maybe next time I'll actually have your car above TNA. But right now, TNA is number five in my book because they don't know, they have no direction. And I mean, yeah, Destination X is going to be a good pay per view. But I guarantee you, you're going to see Hulk Hogan on the program more than you see any, any X Division action. I'm going to actually add it up. I'm going to add up the total time. T- I mean, Hulk Hogan is on the screen and add up the total time of matches and see who's on screen long- longer, Hulk Hogan or the X Division. 
Well, you say that TNA had no direction. I'm pretty sure I know where they're going. And I'm pretty sure WCW called and asked for the gimmick back. Because I'm pretty sure we're going to have Hulk Hogan versus Sting at pay-per-view. Oh, joy. You know, who can... Oh, joy. I mean, what a great match we had in 97. You know, <laughs> wow. Again, really, both guys, you know, <laughs> Hogan can't even fucking work. The guy says, how many back surgeries in the last fucking year? I mean, four or five, dude, he can't do a leg drop, but yet I'm sure I'm sure Sting would have no problem putting Hogan over because, you know, that's what people do for Hulk Hogan. You know, guys like Randy Orton and Shawn Michaels, who are much better talents than a guy like Hulk Hogan, who can actually still work. They had to put fucking Hulk Hogan over. So, you know, why should Sting be any different? The only fucking human oh. piece of shit. The only person to get put over by Hulk Hogan is Linda Hogan. And look what she gained from it. Actually, the only, the only successful person to ever be put over by Hulk Hogan was the Ultimate Warrior. And you saw where that went. To YouTube. So, anything else on your mind, Pope? Oh, uh, yeah. About Linda Hogan is scheduled to be on the show, right, for on Monday, right? She's scheduled. Yep. Whether she shows or not, we'll see. Whether she's there for more than five minutes, we'll see. But she's supposed to be there. I've got the perfect question for you to ask her. She says that she's claiming that the ultimate warrior is gay. And the perfect way to prove if she's telling the truth about that or not, ask her. Well, you, when it was your turn to be passed to the ultimate warrior, did he refuse to have sex with you or something? Ooh. I mean, how else would she know he's gay? According to Linda yeah, Hogan, according to Linda Hogan, uh, she was not passed around the locker room, and those those are rumors, and they're uns, uh, uns, uh, unsubstantiated. But well, that's what she said. We we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I'm going to ask her that question. I'm going to get her thoughts on the Ultimate Warrior and see what she has to say. That yeah. interview is going to be epically, like, I know. I'm getting five minutes. I'm, I'm getting out how long until she gets pissed off and leaves. Five minutes, no liner. Good night. Well, you know, thanks for coming on. Buy the book. Linda Hogan needs your money. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She's got all, all the Hulk's money. Well, it's better to be greedy. <laughs> anyway, on that note, uh, Pope, thanks for the call, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, before I wrap things up here, I think Charles is called. Charles, what's up? What's going on? You should actually get the liner first. <laughs> yeah. I, I should, right. but I mean... Just get the liner out the rip. I mean, but, but what am I going to do with it? Put it to Hulk Hogan's music? Well, yeah. there you go. Yes, yes, yes. Do that, do well, see, that's do the thing. That. If, if what Ultimate Warrior says is true, then yeah, he did turn down Linda McMahon when he was offered. So maybe that's <laughs> why... Maybe that part is true, and that's why she thinks he's gay. Just because he's the only man that turned her down. Well, maybe that maybe that's the direction I should take the interview in. I mean, truly, yeah. Why the reason would she think he's gay? She should walk in with him and another dude in a room, and they kicked her out, and she was mad. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even read the book, so I don't know how this interview is going to go. I don't have a copy. You know, usually when you do interviews like this, they send you the product. You know. So you can watch it, or you can read it, or you can do whatever. And, you know, I don't have the book, and I'm not reading the book. So I'm going into this interview blind. I don't really know how the book is or anything else. So it's going to be an interesting little interview. Uh, again, I'm going to ask her questions. I'm not softballing anything. So she can either choose to not answer or hang up at any time. But uh, if she thinks she's coming on the show to just promote her book, I'm asking her questions, and I want fucking answers. 
<laughs> oh gosh, that's Monday, right? That is Monday. That should be good. Was yeah. I the only one lost during the gaming segment? Um, they with no gaming segment. I, I didn't realize we had one till Ashley. Or whatever was, that was. Ashley was being held hostage by Sean. Because the thing about the Avatar t-shirts is not true. It's only for one shirt in the marketplace, and it's not even on the 360. You have to go to Microsoft's website, xbox.com, to get it. Aha, the truth comes out. Yeah, it's the Bungie 20th anniversary t-shirt. If you buy that shirt, all the money, all proceeds go to charity. Aha. As far as I know, it's not actually sitting on the Xbox. You have to go to the website and search for it. I don't know why it's not appearing on there. And the whole thing with uh, when he brought up Goldeneye, I mean, that's something I've been wanting to see hit like PlayStation Network and Xbox 360 for the longest time. But Nintendo will not allow that to happen, the original Goldeneye. That's why they had to remake their uh, own version for the Wii. Because Rare made the game, which is now owned by Microsoft. And Rare can't take that game and put it on Xbox Live Arcade because Nintendo won't let them. And Nintendo can't actually do anything because Rare owns that engine. So it's kind of a stalemate where neither one of them is going to let anybody do anything. One's owned by Microsoft now, and Nintendo's their own thing, so they're not going to agree with anything like that. So you'll never see the original GoldenEye with the original code. Unless it's going to happen on Nintendo's system, which will never happen. Because now Microsoft owns Rare. Well, that makes it's the same sense. reason why we never seen No Mercy. Like Everybody says, let's do No Mercy. THQ, get back with Aki and get No Mercy put on the... It won't be possible. I believe Nintendo has something to do with that as well. Nintendo has a lot to do with a lot of games that hit their system back in the day. So to get those games remade, you have to go through Nintendo on some of them. So that's why that stuff would never happen. Which kind of sucks. It's sad, but, you know, it is what it is. And also, Sean, as he chats like a maniac here in this chat, why has he not accepted my challenge? <laughs> I threw the gauntlet out again, man. He's already well. Actually, I don't even. Know, I'm not even going to ask why he's not accepted it. He did accept it, but now he's just backing out of it. Now he's saying whatever. See, I'm. I'm telling you, we're thinking maybe this this Thursday when we do the the Causecast, we might possibly be uh, having a match as as we're live on the air. Me and Charles. Yeah. You know, we're gonna we're gonna hook it up. I'm bring my Xbox down here, and we're gonna do a live match. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be broadcasted. Probably not. But we're gonna do play by play. And give you the results as it happens. And I'm sure Charles will record it and then put it up later if, if that's the case. But, I mean, you know, show some, you know, nut up, son. Accept I can't remember. The challenge. You know, he's saying, I never accepted or I never took any challenge, WTF. I can't remember if it was unplugged or if it was when one of the times he called into the calls cast. But one of the times on one of the shows, he accepted the challenge for All-Stars. It was closer to when the game first came out and, and he accepted the challenge. Now he's trying to say he didn't. And I Come remember on, because he was never on my friends list, and he finally added. He actually uh, sent me a friends request and added me, and we never played. And now he's just backing out. Come on, Sean, just accept the sequel. I've never seen anybody in my life game. so scared to play a wrestling game. Be a man, sequel. Oh yeah. He says I'll take a challenge real. against you both. Oh, well, you'll fucking lose if you fight both of us. Well, Sean, either way. I don't care if I'm fighting JJ or if I'm fighting you or fighting both of you in a triple threat. My direction of focus of attacks will not change until you're out of the match. Just so you know this. <laughs> so you're probably better off fighting in a singles match against me. Damn. 
Does your character he said, let him I said, come on. You want to fight right now? Oh, man. I should go and do him play, doing play-by-play. Play. Me, me and Ashley can do play-by-play. Play. The British version of Michael Cohen, Jim Ross. Crowley, as you sit in your sitting room, how are you going to do play-by-play play when you can't see the match? You can stream it. No, we can't. Yeah, no, we can't. Again, I'm, can't. Ru- I'm running the Ustream. I will not be recording it as I'm playing it. Charles can. There's no way we can do that. Unless I can he runs record the, the match and put it up later, but no, I don't have the stuff set up right now to do street live streaming. Unless he like does the Ustream live and on his end, but then we wouldn't have it. So I don't know. It's just not possible. We can have the match. We can talk about it. And we can put it up later. That's you know that's the way it's going to be. So, anything else, Charles? Before I head out of here, I got I've got one email I think to read, and then we're gonna call it a night, my friend. I'm getting. Oh, uh, that'll be it. I just want Sean to wallow in his tears over there uh, for another night. <sighs> Poor Sean. He's mad. And now Sean's saying, by the way, there's copyright laws against that. Sean, there's no copyright laws against that. I, str- I do video game videos all day long. There's no copyrights. Well, if we, if we own our own games and we're recording the footage, how is that a copyright infringement? Yeah, people have been streaming video games on Justin TV and Ustream and stuff forever, and there's no problem. The only time they uh, don't want you streaming is, like, they actually tried to shut, have Justin TV shut down streams because of... Uh, People streaming games that were bought early because uh, wow. I believe uh, Rockstar wanted people to shut it down because they had their own Red Dead Redemption premium streams on their website and they're trying to get Just TV to shut, shut down all streams and Just TV told them no. I have a question for you, Charles. How come all the data regarding SVR 2011 is locked once it's installed on your, on your, on your, on your PS3? Because as you know, I've got a new PS3, right? Yeah, and I wanted to and I wanted to carry over all my saved data using my memory stick, and I've carried over my Black Ops, my Little Planet. I've I've carried over everything apart from my SVR data because it's locked. Why do they lock it for? Is the whole save locked or just part of it? Uh, it it it's all locked. I can't carry over my options. I can't I can't carry over my Creative Wrestlers or anything. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I know a lot. I'm not sure why the whole thing would be locked, but I know some of the stuff gets locked because they're not going to let you carry over things they have to do with online because you didn't purchase them. Or they're right. afraid you're going to carry it to another system. Because I know on Xbox, you're fine as long as uh, you're doing stuff under the same gamer tag. Yeah, I mean, like, literally, because I know my, my old PSP broke, but I, I still turn it on. And I, and I literally wanted to, like, because I made up, like, a new roster. Like I, I did like the most up, like update roster. I literally wanted to carry over the roster page and my creative wrestler over to my new PS3. Can't do that. It locks. Uh, I don't know. I've never tried to do this stuff on a PS3. Okay, cool. I, I wanted to get to ask that because it's fucking annoying. Uh, I now spend hours trying to redo the roster. And my yeah, as far as I know, like um, when I've switched hard drives or got a new Xbox that has a bigger hard drive and I transfer stuff, my smack the, all my game saves transferred fine. I've never had a problem with it as long as you're under the same gamer tag. I'm not sure how PS3 is doing their stuff or why that's like that. It's just, it's just a bit annoying, but thanks right. for that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I have to look into it. I'll ask them about it. And that's I have good. no clue what Ashley's talking about. Neither what does Ashley. I? Small print in the law says you have to you have to earn over twenty five hundred from the videos or streams, or it is a or it will be illegal. I believe. No, it will be illegal. 
to I guess you have to earn over 2500 from the videos or the stream or it's illegal to stream so for it to be illegal. He's saying if you earn over that it becomes illegal. So you can't but make you money have to stream. earn over that. I don't care but possession is 9 tenths of the law and I'm possessing my show back. So thanks for the call Charles. All right. Yeah. <laughs> We're Man, done nobody with gets scared because of these goofs over here because I talk to TQ on a basis and they are so happy that people put these videos out on the internet that they put out. Yeah, so exactly. Nobody's caring. Because, yeah, I mean, you're basically, you know, showcasing the game. So it's not a bad thing. I mean, look at Bungie and uh, other people. I mean, the reason their games are so big is because where do you think Machinima was born, where these people were making game footage and turning it into movies? I mean,. Game developers are loving that people do this stuff. They're, they're not mad at all, so nobody's going to get in trouble or anything. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, Charles. Thanks, man. Yep. Bye. All right, with that being said, it's time to move on to some emails. Mm-hmm. I have a few before we get the hell out of here. So let's go to CM Punk for the email sounder. That means play. Now. Hello, everybody. Sorry, I'm a little nervous. I've always really wanted to do this. I have received an email. And believe it or not, we have several emails that I'm going to really rush through. This first one comes to us from uh, the Canadian barbarian, Chris Husk. I tried to call in tonight, but just wanted to say hello. Boom, boom. Hope you're getting better. And on behalf of all of Alberta, I am sorry for the a-hole driver stopping in the middle of the road. So sorry, JJ. And to all the pranksters, stop it. And I hope the SNS family rip a hole in you. And the barbarian boot to the skull, you, uh, to the skull. The Canadian barbarian, Chris Husk. Thanks, Chris. Sorry that I missed your call tonight, man. We were pretty busy with people calling in. So I tried to get as many as I could. But I'll definitely get you next time. But thanks for the email, as always. Uh, this next one comes to us from uh, Anthony, who called in earlier. Anthony says, sending an email since for some reason my phones are getting impacted whenever I try to call the show. Hang on. We're, we're, we're on number two now. Ah, JSK would be proud. Yeah, probably so. Um, so I decided to mention a few final things by email. Unplugged has been great to listen to. Not taking into account my phone issues. This is likely going to be on the top list of memorable Unplugged shows. The possibility of Impact Wrestling, motherfucker, um, stealing an indie's wrestler's name and gimmick sucks now that perhaps this show and their wrestling writing teams are running dry on ideas. Can't wait for this Monday show of WNL. As for the interview with Linda Hogan, will not be one to miss. Hopefully before the interview ends, whether it be formal or simply hanging up, it'll likely leave an impact on the SNS fans. Pretty much the end of my email, I'll be looking forward to Impact Wrestling's Destination X. And we'll likely make the show one not to miss, especially if he does have some wild turkey during the show. Speaking of JJ, this is for you. No, 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 no. I know what you're trying to do there, and it's not going to work. Damn it! <laughs> wait, wait. Did I did I hear that right? I I, I need to carry this over to the. I turned Crelly off. You can't fucking hear him because I know what he was about to do. So Crelly, I just drank. No, 
Try to end the show, woman. Why would you want to end the show when we when we have such an impact on the audience? And did they loving it? Because unlike you, unlike you, loser motherfuckers, I have two beautiful <laughs> women in my house wanting to spend time with me. So why am I going to do a radio show for you guys when I got two beautiful women here who want my attention? Think about it. Because they want to eat more drunk, so it's funny for them. Yeah, that's true too. I'm not even going to read Bronx's. This you are <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Fucker. All right, last email of the night. This one comes to us from uh, from L Train. Just a thought. Hey, yo, sure to do the Destination X makes a positive impact this Sunday. God damn it. <laughs> See, everybody, everybody was capitalizing, but he actually snuck it in there. Come on, TNA, with the talent in the locker room, your company should have a better impact on the wrestling <laughs> world. Fucking hate you guys. I hope you guys have a great show Sunday. Enjoy your interview with Linda Hogan on Monday, if she shows. It'll be interesting to see if she talks about what a 19-year-old impact feels like in her mouth for the first time in 30 years. (laughs) That one's good. That's the best one yet. All shitty drivers, enjoy the impact JJ's boot will make on your ass. Peace and impacts L train. So there we go. And on that note, that's it for the emails tonight. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me in my angry, angry stupor. It's been fun. It's been real. Unfortunately for you, it hasn't been real fun. But uh, Crelly, you got anything that you want to end the show out with? Um, be sure to follow me on Twitter, H-O-H Crelly. Be sure to impact the audience this, this Sunday and join us live for the SNS coverage of Destination X. Um, like I say, say I that word again, I'm firing you. Shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so be sure to be, be here, check out all the great content. And you know what, it's worth it. DJ, thanks for making such an impact on tonight's broadcast. That's it. That's all you got. Yep. Good answer. All right. So a couple things I want to put out there. I'll be putting up uh, some new episode of Beyond the Bell with Sean Beckerman by tomorrow. Obviously, this show will be archived tomorrow as well. On Saturday night, maybe Sunday, we'll have the latest episode of What Would Fans Do? Featuring Randy McWilliams making his debut with the program. And Sunday, I'll be back for the first time in a long time to talk some uh, some some TNA <laughs> Destination X. God damn it. Anyway, I'll be covering Destination X this Sunday. This Sunday... Right here on the SNS Radio Network with the usual suspects. Mark the Shark DiCarlo, Internet Dave, the Trey Dog will be on board. And as always, it's going to be entertaining to find out my thoughts on the product. So definitely stay tuned for that. Because as you know, I don't do TNA shows very often. So it's going to be interesting one way or the other on Sunday night. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at SNS 
underscore jj sex a one. You can follow and us can... on Facebook Sorry. at SNS Radio Network. Check out the group. If you haven't joined, do so. And just a note. If you do join the group, make sure that you check your settings because I noticed that we get people who want to be a part of the group and then the, the emails start coming because people start posting. Just edit your settings where you don't get that stuff. It's very frustrating when people come aboard and then, you know, leave afterward because they're getting so many messages, right? So there's a way to, to counteract that. Just go to your settings and fix it. It's not hard to do. So what were you going to say, Crowley? No, I was going to say, make sure to follow you on Twitter so they can impact your your followers list. Let's carry on. All right. On that note, that's going to do it for this episode of Unplugged with JJ Sexay. I will see you again on Sunday for Sunday Night Showdown, and then we'll be back on Monday for Wrestling News Live with Linda Hogan. Can't wait for that one. That's going to be a classic. So with that being said, on behalf of... Of the fucking foreign kid, Chris Kelly, headlocksdeheadlines.com. On behalf of the sensational Sean, who's angry right now, and on behalf of all of you listening, I am JJ Sexay, and you've just been unplugged. Good night, everybody. See you next week. Impact for life. So fired.
Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. Oh, and just so you know, all the shows on the SNS Radio Network are now on iTunes. Good night, bitches.